everybody. We're friggin' packed up in this mug. Welcome to what I like to call the Mike 9 Studio and a very special two-part Jedi Council review of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I'm Rick Vivian from the Booking Pop Culture Podcast, and we've gathered up several friends and voices from some of yours and my favorite shows that can be found on Podcast Detroit. All of them experts in the ways of the Force. It's the official podcast of XICW and all things professional wrestling from Top Rope Review, Josh Schramm and Wookie Will Blattman. How's it going? Oh, fucking... Fuck. I seriously I'm so happy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, that. I did not mean to do that. I, Fucking I gimmick. This, like, wait, wait, are we live? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is why that happens. This is uh, anyway. Oh, I meant to not do that this time. <laughs> okay. It wouldn't be a podcast. No, and, and we must thank the person that actually got them uh, these men here on time. Top rope review, social media director, Tabitha. Hi. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, he's the voice of reason and the voice of podcast Detroit bumpers, the many voices of Drink the Press, and he brings the mustard to the Mustard and Onions podcast. Mark Pants. Hello there. Hello, Mr. Pants. Eager to talk about midichlorians and all things all things Star Wars this evening. Yes. Can we kick him out now for bringing up midichlorians? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll get to that. That's, that's on my list here. <laughs> okay, we called in the big dog from IT and the D and the worst meatball sandwich ever, Bob Waltonspiel. What's going on? I'm enjoying my blue milk. How's everybody? There you go. <laughs> and I know I know you sit on a lot of other podcasts, but you also handle the commentary duties for XICW Best in Detroit shows. I do. I do. Come lifelong uh, dream as a child to one time sit in that seat of Gorilla Monsoon. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you do a fine job, the, the, actual, say, the actual seat or just in front of the mic? No, just in front of the mic. Oh, okay. no, WB's going to be calling you up. I have a feeling. Yeah. WB, yeah. Yeah, I've been submitting <laughs> your tapes for you. <laughs> and last but not least, also from the XACW commentary team, as well as the Booking Pop Culture podcast, hailing from the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, my own personal Yoda, and this podcast attorney, first letter of his first name, Jay. How you doing? Hello. I, what, can I just say once again, I'm so happy that you continue on the booking pop culture tradition of not turning on our mics after the I, intro. I, I just, it makes me so happy. It's but, not, <laughs> it's not a, I, I don't try to not do that. <laughs> I, sometimes I nail it, sometimes I don't. Actually, I was going to incorporate some new technology that would keep me from doing that. It's a completely new setup. Oh. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to test new stuff on this podcast. And if that ever happens, I'm going to be so bummed. I just let you I know. Just, I just feel honored I'm part of the tradition now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, welcome I all. I thought he was trying to bury us. But <laughs> yeah. no, no, I think he just, actually force muted us. It just, <laughs> we, were, we were open mic. It but. just happens, man. You know what? Real quick, let me get a shout out to Order 66 for the intro music. Uh, I basically did a Google search for Star Wars and punk rock, and that's what came up. It's more, I would say, pop punk in the, oh, gre yeah. in the Green Day sense, if you will. It's kind of like me the, first in the Gimme Gimme's punk. What? Me first and then, no, you don't know who they are. I don't know. Who are. It's somewhere over the rainbow, the intro for Taxi Cab Confessions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that flavor of punk. Yeah, it's just, it, everything has the same beat. I right. hate to, okay, now we're bagging on them. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, that track is uh, Waist Length Coat, obviously an ode to Lando Calrissian from their album All Too Easy. You can find that album as well as their latest release titled Altering the Deal out on the interwebs at order66.bandcap.com. It's order66. .bandcap.com. It's one time at Bandcamp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to take this moment to for a very special thank you, actually, to Bob. And Dave Phillips, had he shown up, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just censoring myself right there. Basically, for creating Podcast Detroit. Ah, fair. Uh, you, You're here. You, you've given us all a, a voice as part of it. I know you guys had fun on your show, which led to Podcast Detroit. 
which obviously in in Dave's case is eating up all of his time. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but, he decided to be the geek and I'm still the sales guy. So sales guys get the contract, get paid, while the geek has to actually do all the work. So it's kind of the <laughs> Who was the first person here? Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. But yes, thank you. We we all have fun on our shows and and you know, thank you for letting us use your airwaves or I guess technically uh, bandwidth. It's all good. It's a fun ride. Yes, it has been. Yeah. All right, guys. Basically, I, I, I'm excited to do this. As I just said, I'm very thankful that all of you could be here. Uh, Josh had originally hit me up. I, I write all this stuff down. So if you're looking at me like I'm reading scripts, I kind of am. But <laughs> the, the delivery K- is good. It doesn't kayfabe, sound bro. Like yeah, kayfabe, bro, man. That's what are you doing? doing? Yeah. Well, and the reason we record is I might just edit that out. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You're so prepared. But anyway, yeah, Josh hit me up to do a cross pod. I had no idea what that meant. I uh, had to look that up. And then Johnny Delicious had the idea of doing one before. Rogue One and after Rogue One. So here we are. It's December 2nd. We're two weeks out and basically wanted to get together and just discuss uh, what we're what we're thinking, what we're looking forward to. Disney Lucasfilm is, is basically dropping the, the first of these one-off movies on us and I, I don't know what to expect out of it. So I, I would say for the most part, this is something we all want. Personally, my floating holiday at work went from St. Patrick's Day to now Star Wars Day. So every 15th, 16th, 17th of, of December is my floating holiday. This is uh, everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're moving out of the, Star, the, the Skywalker trilogy and kind of into the weeds a bit, kind of into that extended universe like the books used to bring us. And while there's, I, I, I guess, very cool on a detail aspect, we can kind of get into, you know, just in, in this case, how did they steal these plans? Who was involved? Uh, it doesn't look like it was Botham Spies now. But it also gives them a lot of room to completely mess this up. So, you know, I, I think before we kind of get into those weeds, I, I did want to talk about spoilers. So anyone who's listening, I, I feel like we should probably all talk about our own spoiler policy. My personal spoiler policy is I, I really don't chase them anymore. I, I used to. And with the when the prequels came out, it there were prequels. We already knew what happened. And in this case, this is another prequel. We already know the basic story. Hate to break uh, it to you, but Rocky wins in the end, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> but, but, but when episode seven came out, I kept myself away from spoilers because I didn't want to... I didn't want to know what was going to happen. That was that. But was, you did. But you do know. But you did know what was going to happen because it happened. If it happened, it happened in seven. Well, uh, it's a member Barry reference. It's it's <laughs> everything you liked about Star Wars. They redid Star Wars for, yeah. the, for Star Wars. Yeah. No, you definitely. But see I didn't. The, I didn't know that going in. And actually, I stopped watching trailers after the second trailer. I didn't want to oh. see any more. Uh, and then I went on complete media blackout. I believe it was uh, after Thanksgiving last year. And deleted Facebook off my phone, off my iPad. I didn't want to see anything. And I liked it. I liked going in blank slate. And this one, uh, I mean, I've seen though I've seen all the trailers, but I don't I'm not as nervous. I was nervous about the last movie. I don't know about you guys, but I was nervous walking. Episode in. seven? Yeah. I was I, I was so giddy. So giddy. I was terrified. I was terrified that I was gonna sit there and see another Revenge of the Sith or Attack of the Clones and just be angry well, I, <laughs> throughout see, it. See, now, I, here's my take on Seven. I loved it going into it. I loved it afterwards. And now the more that it's on and the more that I sit and watch it more, I'm slowly be, I'm slowly starting to hate it, like viciously hate it. And I liked Episode One. I'm that guy. Um, I, I honestly like the prequels. I, I was yeah. just as giddy for the prequels. 
looking back on them, do I rank them in anywhere near no. an Empire or no. a New Hope or God, even a Jedi? No, I God, put three no. above Jedi. I, I think I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah, and three almost, was solid. and almost two even to a point. Yeah, but, yeah. But three, I definitely like. But I'm starting to hate seven, and it's it's kind of like, and I said this on the IT and the D show hashtag cheap plug that. <laughs> it's that one defining moment. It's kind of like Batman versus Superman, where it was that one. The movie was solid up until that one defining moment that you just can't get away from. That Martha, why'd you say that name, Martha? <laughs> where the wow. if Ray wouldn't have found the Millennium Falcon and then get hijacked by Han Solo within a matter of milliseconds, that would have been a solid movie. But I can't get past how utterly ridiculous and ironic that scene was. Of them running past the Falcon? And then running into Han Solo. Like, oh, hey, that's where I lost it. Oh, it's right there. Yeah. I, I love that room. scene. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think it, it, I like that scene that, that it, it's Miriam Falcon. I think that is kind of random chance. But the fact that Han Solo shows up so fast, I like that. Because it kind of shows that he has had a program on whatever ship he's on. Since he's lost the Falcon, right. looking we're, for the Falcon, we're which finding he says too, he says, oh, I, sure. I, you know, I found it. We found it this fastly. You know, the Empire's gonna be soon. Obviously, it's like he's been searching for the Millennium Falcon forever, and I, I like that aspect of it. <laughs> when he steps on the Millennium Falcon, it feels like a, a Happy Days episode where the Fawn steps in. <laughs> oh yeah, applause <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh wait, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I would have enjoyed a little bit of chase. I would have liked to see the Chewie and Han. You know, like a bleep bleep. You know, get let it breathe a little bit. I, mean, I, I I wish they didn't uh, show that in the trailer. You guys just oh, bringing I agree. it up. You bringing it up. I'm getting goose pimples. <laughs> just, yeah, that's, just the, the that's whole, why the I wish they didn't. Yeah, I, did, I wish they didn't show that in the trailer because yeah. that's what kind of took it took away the surprise from it. Although I will Ooh. say, in the first trailer, where Han Solo walks onto the bridge and you hear him say, "We're home, Chewie." I pooped a little. Yeah, when I saw yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. Well, yes. you, you talk about how like you don't like watching trailers. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I love watching trailers and I love reading rumor mails, but I will avoid reviews. Oh, I can't oh, okay. stand. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to know what's happened, but I want to know what could possibly happen. I don't want to know somebody else's opinion, because fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if someone, someone doesn't like it, I don't want that to ruin my opinion. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to walk into that movie giddy as can be, excited as can be. Like, when the first Rogue One trailer dropped, I watched it 15 times when I woke up that morning before I went to work. And I was oh, like, easily, a whole, a easily, whole day, yeah. I was like on a high, because I was like, New Star Wars trailer, new Star Wars trailer, you know? <laughs> Jay Shimko, that couldn't be here tonight, yeah. who's the host of Get Your Geek On. When Seven, when the first uh, trailer came out, right, and, and there was like the speeder past the uh, broken down uh, Imperial uh, fighter, mm. oh. right? And it was like, and it was such a beautiful scene. Shimko on a two-hour podcast went frame by frame <laughs> and analyzed and counteranalyzed and triple analyzed that entire, was it 30-second trailer yeah, into yeah. a two-hour podcast. It was, I could not, I'm, I'm a geek. This is religion to me, Star Wars yes, is. Yes. They took it to a completely, you know. There's a point where I have to say, you know, I, I need to go to bed. I need to go to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. When it's funny hearing Will say that he, like, you know, he watches, a tra he's all about trailers and all about reading spoilers because he's the guy that if you sit in that, as someone who's went to probably, like, 500 movies with Will in my lifetime, he's the guy that's like, hey, Han Solo's going to die in a minute. 
Hey, I, <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. Hey, I've heard, hey, some, I've heard rumors. Hey I, hey, I bet this is gonna happen. Hey, hey, this is gonna happen. Like, and and it's and he doesn't know it, but he's figured it out just by like he's like a. I don't. You're like a beautiful mind. I, I watch. Like, I watch so much movies and TV that I just know the the hits, the points. When so you can find the, the beats. The yeah. When, yeah. when Kylo Ren's voice was the guy from No Country for Old Men, I completely marked out and I hit my buddy. I'm like, Oh my god, dude from Old Country from No Men. He's like, Shut the fuck up, like you know. <laughs> and then, uh, what which episode was it? When uh, was it episode one or two? I forget which one. But like uh, the guy was sitting there, and the fighter, one of the guys was like. Man, it's says jammed on the bottom. They jammed the radars, and I, I never forget. I screamed raspberry as loud as I could. <laughs> and everybody's like, I hear like two people, you asshole. Like, I, think that, I, I thought I was the funniest guy on the planet. That was Poggle the Lesser, and yes. that was in episode two. All right, fine, fine. Uh, Archdu- Archduke. I felt so proud of myself for screaming that. In episode three, that I did drop too. a OBGYN well, Kenobi. You know what? <laughs> you bring up that scene real quick. So in that scene, he's got the hologram of the you know their greatest weapon, which is going to be the yeah. Death Star, and and it has essentially the outline of what is, you know, I don't know the laser, the the actual weapon port, laser, the, the dish, and then and then everything behind it. So so we've seen that, but then in these trailers, we're watching them install the dish last. No, the dish yeah. was there first, <laughs> and then in, in the Jedi, the 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 malform or the the unfinished one in Jedi, the dish was there first. I have problems with this. Well, you see, when the contractors got in and they realized that the <laughs> the dish was on back order, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they had to reinstall a new dish. They the, first, yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> the first one didn't work yeah. out quite right. The <laughs> union <laughs> stepped in as a guy's. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. Right. A little no. bit of snow or something like that affected <laughs> it. I wonder if dishes for the are. The younger generation have the same mystery that they do for us. Like when I saw a big satellite dish, I was like, "Well, that could, you know, reach to the stars and pull information and video and stuff out." I wonder if uh, if kids see a dish that shoots lasers, if that's what they think a dish is for, because we're yeah. starting to see dishes become less and less uh, right. Relevant. Well, yeah, yeah. People used to have forty foot zombie. dishes in their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I've seen a dish in someone's house that was bigger than four feet. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're all dinner in the country. Now. Yeah. <laughs> See, now Mark and I probably know, Rick, you too, the days of your dad saying, go underneath the TV and turn the dish to the west a little bit more. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. turn the antenna on the roof. Yeah, or, yeah you had the, uh, the, the, the rotors. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, or, right. Yeah. Oh, God, are we getting an old TV technology? <laughs> <laughs> you, had to, you had to friggin' like... Vertical hold? Yeah. yeah. Well, you had to just like tune UHF. You need a screwdriver or, yeah. a, or like pliers? Well, to... there were two little tuners, and sometimes the, the gears would get mashed up, so if you didn't quite, you couldn't get 62, so then you couldn't watch... Uh, what was it? It TV and in, in uh, the new dance show. No, remember the when, when <laughs> on it was, and it on and it when yeah. it would switch over to that and you didn't have the converter and you just sit there and watch the wiggly naked people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of like older technology, that's one thing I didn't like about the prequels is I always felt like the technology in the prequels didn't Stronger. match up with yeah. the what yeah. was coming on in, the, in three. Yeah. yeah you, in the in the next couple ones. And this is one thing I thought they did, they did well in seven. This is why I think they that Rogue One looks like they're doing well is they're making the technology match, which I think makes a big to, difference to a point. But there's a couple things that are showing up in Rogue One. So Rogue One is essentially a, a prequel to New Hope. So it's it's Star Wars three point five. But so they have a U wing, 
which shows up only in Rogue One, or at least so far. It doesn't show up in any of the yeah. movies after that. And then these uh, Death Troopers, is that what they're calling them? They have oh, the black ones? The black, black armor. Yeah, yeah they're a yeah. little different Death face troopers. to them and whatnot. I have so the could, pop vinyl, so... Could they potentially be like the Pinto of the Star Wars universe? Maybe they... Where we see why they didn't continue on. And that's what I'm wondering, you know? is we what we learn why these suck. Right. Well, they always they always kind of do that, the... A new ship, a new star, a new armor, mm. and that's. I mean, that's. They have to. Star Wars they is have famous. Star Wars is famous for making these iconic, amazing characters. Let's start with Boba Fett. Let's go to General Grievous. Let's go to what was that silver chick stormtrooper in Seven? What was her? I don't Captain remember. Captain Phasma. Yeah. And they all suck. But like they're, um, you people think love them. you just gotta make but them look people cool. Love them. Oh, You're right, they look cool, but they well, die. Boba, Boba they Fett's ri- guy, ridiculously man. die. Oh, don't get me going on Boba Fett's death. In the man. EU, though, so Boba Fett is yeah, he lives still awesome. alive. Yeah, concussion grenade. He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so you bring up the EU. That, that that's what this these movies these one offs seem to be is they're bringing us back to you know once Disney bought Lucasfilm they said okay. The extended universe doesn't exist anymore, or at least as we know it. Do we have to talk about that? Well, because it would have been the, it would have been the solo twins in seven if the extended universe was legit, right. which would be yeah. awesome. Right. <laughs> it should. Why wouldn't they do that? You know. Yeah. Well, we don't know that they didn't. I, uh, I think it's a matter of them saying, "Well, we want to just do our own thing." Yeah, they, 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 they want to have their own stories. I get that, but supposedly they're bringing General Thrawn. Well, no, it's not even a yeah, supposed. He's, it's yeah, it's he's, true. He's, it's he's happening. In Star Wars Rebels. Um, but the these one-offs seem almost like they're redoing the extended universe or their version of the extended yeah. universe. Well, that's what they've been doing with the books too. They've slowly yep. been releasing their own books. Yep. Which is. Which they came out and one of the first books released was was the aftermath. Yeah. And they came out and they said one of the characters from Seven is a is the young lead in aftermath. So that, which was pretty sweet that they yeah. kind of already snap tying those together. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, the writers it, of the extended universe just love that they're taking aspects of, oh. of the things they created without any of the yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that, the yeah that was a year right. and a half of my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, well, the, and the way I read those books, that was a year and a half of my life too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the good the good thing though is that they are pulling those like they're pulling those people. So like I just read Catalyst to be ready for this, and I it's was going to ask about. It's that. written by James Luciano, who who wrote a bunch of EU novels in the past, and like they brought Th- they're bringing Thrawn back, and they're writing a new Thrawn novel, and it's written by Timothy Zahn, who created Thrawn in the first oh, wow. place. So they're okay. like the the authors that are still around, they're keeping them in the fold, and they're still writing. I mean, stuff. they got paid. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay. it's it it was good too because Disney didn't. Acquired the rights to Star Wars, they acquired Lucasfilm. Sure. So it, it's they're keeping the the people behind the movies and they're just kind of bringing them into the larger fold, I which mean, is nice. Versus them just saying, "Oh, we just want these Star Wars movie rights. We don't want any of your guys' inputs." They they were just like, "No, we want all you guys still to help us." I, but, I, let's be honest. They paid four billion dollars for that franchise. That they're going to Star Wars the <laughs> shit out of yeah, everything for the rest of our they've lives. They've already made that four billion dollars back on one freaking movie. Have yeah. they really? I believe they made no. four billion. I thought on that it was thing. one. I th- well, oh. I think with uh-huh. the movie and, and the merchandise and the merchandise yeah. and the merchandising. Yeah. It's. I mean, at this point, every time they come out with a new movie, man, it's, it's Star Wars Disney the flamethrower. Right. Well, and, and Disney too. They're, they're geniuses with their marketing because they're not. If if you look at the movie marketing, very little of the marketing is done by Disney itself. It's done by companies saying. We are want to buy the rights to use your movie to sell our products. Star Target, Wars the lipstick. It's Star Wars Nissan, the, it's the Nissan it's, Rogue it's, yeah, One. It's it, it's it's Duracell. It's these yeah. companies are paying Disney to use the to promote their movie. 
Yeah, and Disney's been very little. I work in a movie theater, and Disney sends us very little marketing for these Star Wars movies because they don't need to spend it because all these other companies are doing for it for them. They're just and they do the same the with the uh, superhero films, the Marvel films. You know, yeah. I'm in the market for a car, and I just said, you know, like, hey, Rogue One Star Wars film, and they're ne- I'm going to buy a Nissan because, yeah. you know, it, it was in the commercial. We had I was in the market for an Astro van because that seemed a little sci-fi. There are people. I, well, I can't wait to see like like Italian job with the uh, with the uh, the minis. Yeah, and mini cubes. Right, right, <laughs> and like James Bond with the Audis. Like Star Wars, it's gonna have like a Mercedes Benz emblem on the on the uh, Imperial. Uh, did did you see the Gillette series of shavers? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they come yeah. in a sweet box. I was like, yeah. I don't. Re- I mean, gonna, I can I, be as smooth as Kylo Ren. <laughs> yes. Hey, I've been oh, eating Easy Mac Star Wars for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> I I go in the store. I buy the one dollar Easy Mac. I, I choose the Star Wars one. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not? For you, yeah, absolutely. I thought that was a whole new set of DVDs. I was I was gonna have to buy because. But I, then I, they turned out to be razors. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can they do me a favor, by the way? What's that? And just erase the '97 shit reboots from the archives, please. The special editions? Yes. Or the See, special, oh. special edition. But the, spe- the one with the, you know where the add-on parts are because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, just play the originals on TBS and shit during Christmas, please. Well, they did have that the last set of DVDs before they went to Blu-ray. Yep. Maybe not the last set, but the one of the last sets of DVDs came out with the original as-released version of New Hope. Uh, Empire and Jedi. not with the stupid Boba Fett, no, not Boba Fett, not with the stupid the original Han Solo Jabba scene, no, nope. where nope. they they superimposed as, Jabba on the guy no, that looked as, like the yeah, basically uh, it didn't even have the it wasn't even called New Hope yet, it wasn't even called Episode Four yet, it was just Star Wars and the and the the crawl. Yeah. yeah, there's a torrent of all three of the original films that oh. people have lovingly put together. I won't give you the link because it is a torrent, but they found they found like reels of movies that had never got back to the studio yeah. for whatever reason and they use that as source material like the uh, well, Star Wars New Hope is in stereo not in any kind yeah. of surround sound because when it was originally released it wasn't and that's how authentic they want to be to it I, I downloaded them um, on somebody else's IP address um, <laughs> <if> anybody's <laughs> listening yeah. uh, and I watched them I geeked out over a weekend and I yeah. really enjoyed it I, I, you could still see some of the artifacts from the special effects where they're not perfect and I like that I oh yeah, to see, yeah I want to see that you charm. see the discs around the, the TIE fighters as they're moving in yeah the plates as they yes. kind of Moving yep. around, yep. yeah, it was yeah. cool. Actually, um, well, this is audio, but this prop is from. Have you guys heard of the? Uh, gosh, what's his name? The guy who's doing all the Empire and Star Wars. Revisited. Oh, the revisited. Yeah, he's yeah. got a name. Anyway, he was doing an eBay auction, and I bought the Skywalker uh, hilt that they had. Nice, nice. Oh, I am um, so, sorry. <laughs> those special editions or remakes, though, they kind of hold a special place in my heart, though, because I'm I'm young enough that I didn't see the originals in theaters. I wasn't born yet. But yeah. I remember going to see those in theaters when they got re-released, you know, with my dad. Mm. And then you and know, all the old guys watching were like, yeah. ah, ah. And then I was the, you know, I was also the right age for all the new toys that came out. So I had yeah, the, sure. I had the sand trooper on the giant. Lizard, so you had the uh, you know. the Han Solo that was for no reason buff as hell. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Yeah. the whole <laughs> the power of the force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're all on gas. Yeah. Yeah. They're all freaking <laughs> jacked, man. Freaking. You know, I went. Everybody's. I went to four when I was four. You know, and then uh, Empire came out. I was seven, and then uh, uh, oh, Jedi came out when I was ten. I know, you're I'm, a couple I'm older years, than you. Got you got a couple years older. Yeah, than me. I, I was. 
eight years old when yeah. Star Wars came okay. out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like that was always my thing. When my mom had to go to Kmart, I go, I ain't going with you, mom, unless you buy me a Star Wars figure. Like, uh, so help me God. Yeah. My oh mom, yeah. That was my, my mom my... was so sick of Star Wars. <laughs> like, oh, let's go see it again, mom. No, no, you can go see it with your dad. I saw it once with you. It was. She would always call it rated B for boring. I, I taped off of NPR the Star Wars radio version. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I would listen to that. And I would, if something came up on TV, I'd take my cassette deck and I'd record it. I'd hold it there. Oh, sure. You know, meticulously. That's, that's how diehard I was. And that's what you needed to do if you wanted that content. I, I think when. it's so funny that. So we started talking Rogue One and we are all the way back to <laughs> <Sorry>. 1977. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah. 1980 <laughs> and 1983. Remember? Because, remember? yeah. Because uh, does this mean, and we talked about this a little bit, Jay. <sighs> Are we not? We're we're not as excited for this movie. I'm excited for. Nah, I'm, I'm excited for these Star Wars stories. Yeah, but not like a not not nah. like I am for eight. I'm excited for eight. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I'm not. Like I said, before number seven came out, I was literally just completely pensive and nervous and tingly and just beside myself before it came out. This one. I'm just hoping for a good day in the theater, mm-hmm. and I like to see some of my old friends. You know, I like to see Vader. And is that because <laughs> uh, Episode Seven like kind of calmed your nerves about where Disney's absolutely? Able to take it? I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. They're riding a ton of goodwill right now. I, I I will say that I'm much more excited for this film than I am for the the Han Solo films, and that may change once the first trailer hits. But I'm just. Well, yeah, there I aren't, there aren't any younger versions of characters we already love in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like I don't need to see a young Han Solo. I'm just waiting for to Rogue. Me, Han Solo was young enough to begin with. No, he was. I, I just can't wait for Rogue Two to come out. It's going to be my favorite movie ever. Well, yeah, they've yeah. said there will be no Rogue Two. <laughs> no, there can't be. Which begs the question: like, if they say the the sequel for Rogue One will be a New Hope, right? So does that make it 3.5, or does that mean that maybe they are just putting the kibosh on one through three? I don't. Um, at what point? Answer In me, a way. Rick, answer me a question. Uh, Maybe Mark, you know, at what point do we ever become saturated with this? Or is this just going to go, we're oh, going to be six no, years old? We are. As yeah. long as they're good, <laughs> it we? doesn't matter. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be releasing a, a movie every year. For the rest as, of our lives. As long as the film opens in the top ten box office and makes back at the box office what they put into the movie, they will keep releasing Star Wars movies. These movies, look, so Fine. something <laughs> that they're now talking about is after episode nine, they may not continue on with trilogies or just going to do these one-off movies. At that point, once they get away from the the Skywalker trilogies, I, I feel like that's where they're going to lose me because the whole point of those Skywalker trilogies is that I'm I'm left hanging for two or three years waiting to learn, you know, is Vader his father? Is, well, can't what, they what, introduce a whole new one, though? I, I would assume they and could. And hook us in like they did that one? I'm just, just throwing that I out there. I would assume they could. I would think who, how, however the writing nine needs to hook you for 10, 11, 12, right? That's, did well, they hook you after Return of the Jedi? No. Uh, oh, that's you know what is a great theory, by the way? I've been, I've been sitting and waiting since 83. So, the, so you know what my, my theory is? and It's not really a theory because it makes too much sense, is that the uh, Ewoks weren't cheering because the Death Star blew up. They were cheering because they get to eat meat. Oh yeah, because all the star are the stormtroopers that are dead, that they haven't eaten meat in a while, 
And why would they? Th- why, they don't know if a star blew up. They're they're little they're little monkeys, little midget things. Well, they almost ate Han and, and Leia. They, exactly. Han and, yeah. And <laughs> then when C-3PO, C-3PO told them not to, now they're like, hey, these stormtroopers, go eat them. They're clone meat. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like like chickens from KFC. Go eat them. And now they're they're cheering because they get to eat <laughs> and they make musical instruments out of their. They weren't clones anymore at this point. point. With yeah. with the with the Death Star blowing up above them, it's probably raining meat too. Right, right. It's fire. It's, it's fireworks. Raining meat. It's yeah. fourth. It's, it's fourth of July. They get fireworks. Their gods showed up and they're eating meat. It's a joyous day for them. <laughs> well, they, they they were having that giant festival at the end. Like right. Uh, just and they, I'm pretty sure there is some scenes of them at like a big banquet table. So yeah. right. Well, well yeah, clone meat. Lando's over there doing. His clap, yeah. Right. Dance. Got the, Can we digress for just a second and I just think we have talk about talk talk about the fact that the biggest travesty in the special edition of Jedi is there's no nub dub. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and they changed the uh, Jabba's throne room music. Oh yeah, too. for sure. Yeah. Oh, that stupid. Uh, don't start me on that. So toilet <laughs> with that. What that. Oh, the rapper. You suck so bad. I just want Max Rebo, the blue guy. The Star Wars version of Poochie. That's that's the one that bothers me the most. Which one? They changed the Force Ghost for Vader. It it totally kind of ruins a major plot point because... The thing, yeah. the way that people have Absolutely. explained it to me is, oh, that's the way he was before he was the, uh, Darth Vader. But it's like, no, the whole purpose of the trilogy is that he gets redeemed. Right. So he should be old Anakin Skywalker, yes. not Absolutely. young Anakin well, I mean, Skywalker. Yeah, and hasn't like George Lucas came out and said that the, the trilogy is more about Anakin and Vader the whole time and less about Luke. Oh, yeah, it's a tragedy yeah. of Darth Vader. I think, yeah. we, I think we learned that George Lucas needed to, needed to go. I just yeah. wish Jar Jar, they would have went through what he in- originally intended was Jar Jar to be the Sith Lord in episode two. That's not <laughs> he real. Did not. Yes, he did. The key to this is, did you, have you seen the YouTube video? Oh, I've seen yes, it. Yes, yeah. of course. George Lucas, <laughs> the key to this whole thing is Jar Jar. And if you, look, if you break that thing down, that son, of, he was going to be the next Sith Lord. That'd have been the biggest swerve in history. Well, <laughs> I tell you, instead of getting Willy Wonka's dad as a Sith Lord, give me a break. Yeah, Christopher Lee, <laughs> garbage. You get you get in Jar Jar. I've always wanted to go to a convention dressed as Jar Jar and be like really just spot on and just be like this will ruin everything and then, <laughs> and like knock people shit over and like displays go flying until they kick me out and and yeah, I've, I've always, that's if anybody <laughs> if anybody wants to fund that yes <laughs> I, thank you I, I did secretly hope the first time I was watching episode seven when Kyle went to his helmet off I was secretly. Someone hoping that it was gonna be Jar Jar underneath the helmet, which was the huge like. There was a gift with that. I yeah. yelled Jar Jar in the theater, and I got punched yeah. in the stomach from my friend. I mean, well, I was thinking we just like, just, so we're dude, not they seeing just do it like the fans are just like, <laughs> no. riot, you know. Hi, Annie. <laughs> well, I hadn't been watching a lot of spoil reading spoilers, and I never watched Girls. Is, is yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Girls. So yeah. I didn't know what he looked like, and I kind of snickered to myself. I go, "It's it's a fucking hipster," and yes. I kind of laughed because I mean, I don't equate hipster with. Uh, well, with evil, which is a good. He's the guy that banged that fat commie naked girl on HBO. <laughs> no, well, don't don't I, put I, words in my mouth. But, uh, I watch girls, so at, at some point when he was doing some of his, his little tantrums, it's summer. Some of the stuff his character does on girls, well, and so I, right. it, it did take me out slightly. They got to do something with Finn though, because you can't make him stand toe to toe with a almost Jedi 
and not just get cut in half in three seconds. That well, he practically but he did. Was, He's almost he was, dead. I think so, that was yeah. the point. Where, yeah, they were trying to. Sh- they were trying. They were spending that whole movie trying to show us how. Kylo Ren is very powerful, but also very inadequate at the yes. same time. I heard, yeah. also, I heard eight opens up with Finn in the uh, in the underwater jacuzzi with a CPAP mask on, like Luke and uh, and Hoth. <laughs> yeah, surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Back to ten. But I mean, it's <laughs> something else too that people don't think about is that at spoiler time alert. That sorry, Kylo Ren was fighting Finn. Kyle Ren was extremely injured because you see that Chewbacca's bolt blaster, yeah, hidden so right in his gut, knocking yeah. them ten feet in the air. He digs into the gut and doesn't even flinch. Really. Yeah, no, they right. spent the whole movie so, uh, with Han. Like, I like this thing. Yeah, there's yeah. two different yeah. places where they, yeah. they put it over. Yeah. So but it was yeah. never like that before because Chewie's been shooting people yeah, at that thing but, for how many movies? Well, maybe you got to recharge. Ah. And I, I loved Kylo Ren punching him, his wound. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was just hardcore. And it's like, yeah, he's trying to psych himself up. He's, he's Bruce Lee. He's tasted his own blood. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, anyone think? Uh, Nobody anyone makes think me bleed my own blood. Yes, <laughs> Snoke is uh, is uh, Samuel Jackson. No, God, no. no. Uh, Mace Windu. Yes. No, I don't. I, I don't because he got hit with the theories. Emperor lightning, so his face got all jacked up. And Jedi's don't fall from or die from falling, so he fell off the thing. He's not dead. Bob needs no. to stay off Reddit. I think. No, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, That's I'm right. Get all my good stuff. I'm leaning most toward he, he he is a defected clone of the Emperor. That's who I'm leaning toward. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Well, yeah. That's yeah. why I think he is. I like yeah. that. It makes the most sense. Windu is better than that. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, damn it! I like all the weird theories. That's why. Well, because I'm pretty sure isn't one of the Marvel comics right now about a group about the the origin of Order sixty six about them following a clone of the Emperor. I don't know. Well, and let's not. It, um, in Return of the Jedi, uh, Yoda says, "No, there is another," and it's implied that that's Leia. But we don't necessarily ever get hit over the head with that. That you know, because she was too old for training as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, there might be somebody well, else. Well, in Jedi, it says there's another Skywalker. Yeah, but, but do they, they say Skywalker they, specifically? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Sky- I mean, oh, they, they say that you know he tells them that Leia's your your sister. We were we were yeah, yeah, talking. You get that awkward conversation, you know. On indoor, like, yeah. hey, I just made out with her. You know, we out <laughs> earlier, but we're actually yeah. brother and sister, so you can go bang Han. It's cool, right? right. Now, because we were talking about how it was pissed me off about Finn fighting Kylo. Mm-hmm. Well, then I said, "Listen, I go. Luke basically stands on his head and does a couple flips with Yoda on his back and lifts up a rock, and he goes and fights Darth Vader." And I go, "It's really no different." <laughs> I watched Empire on TBS over like Thanksgiving, and I was watching it t- like in, in, with that purpose in mind of seeing you know and Vader's messing with him with one hand. I get that, but still. yeah, but Vader. Vader obviously knows that he's his father, and yeah, yeah. And, and Vader's whole thing from from the time he was became Darth Vader was join me, we can take down the Emperor and run this thing. That's what he wanted Padme to do with him. And then you know, here's my son. And then he said, so, "No." Right. And then yeah. that was that was he that was movie's Mar- that was that movie's Martha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, even even but, a lot of the EU stuff, Vader's constantly secretly training apprentices to try to take overthrow right. the Emperor. Right. Well, that's just how Sith are. It's it's you're all Not there's, the no, young there's, there's no actual loyalty. It's all yeah, about they're yourself. all assholes. Yeah. There's only two, which seems like a terrible strategy, by the way. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> We could only have two people. Well, what if we got three or four? It might be easier to take over the universe. Uh, the, <laughs> you know? the problem, the problem is, is when you back in the, you know, the old times when they would have like big armies of Sith, it would just end up in lots of infighting because they're all just out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
That's why they started. That's why Darth Bane started it. Those Little selfish dude. Sith. So, I mean, I guess pulling back to Rogue One here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is the Star Wars movie coming out, right? <laughs> what, uh, I mean, so I'm hearing all of these production things that are going to change. There's going to be no opening crawl. Really? Uh, John, yes. John Williams yeah. is not doing the soundtrack. Uh, so they're going Empire, like, dark, like, like you know what's going to end. It's Titanic ending, you know. I was thinking it was like Dirty Dozen ending. I think where these are these these are all like the the ragtag squad that's going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all know it's a it's a suicide mission, but they got to do it. And I'm hoping. I, I mean, it's it's dark as hell, but I am hoping for a Dirty Dozen ending. Well, it's, it's, like yeah, Dark Knight, like yeah, dark just a just a yeah, just a low dark like. Bring it like like Empire did like every, that's why everyone liked it because it would yeah but, had that menacing. but Empire left you with some cliffhangers true the, the, oh, here's sure. here's our first our first look at a movie that a Star Wars movie that from start to finish is going to have a start and a finish there 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 are no cliffhangers I mean they might be able to sprinkle some you know stuff how three was there. ending sorry Jeff go ahead no uh, I was just saying they might sprinkle some stuff in there like maybe maybe we'll see Maz Kanata's bar and we'll see something that. Like mm-hmm. is going to give us a clue for something like, like they they I don't know I mean I feel like they've done that a little bit in the movies and they definitely do it in the books where there's like here's this random thing we've dropped here for you that's going to affect gotta be way some down Easter the line eggs. I guarantee yeah. there's well, going to be a Millennium Falcon flying yeah, by at some but point. some people think too that it's going to be their connection to the Rebels cartoons which is Ooh, a connection yeah. to the star which is connection to the Clone Wars cartoons yeah it's it's you kind of that's one thing that the original trilogy doesn't have now that they kind of have to start doing with episode seven and these is they have to then retroactively connect the original trilogy to the prequels and to the Clone War cartoons and Star Wars Rebels since they all came out afterwards and there's very, there's no references in them to these things. So some of the some of the things people were hoping is maybe we see some characters in the background mm-hmm. and there'd be some scenes of, of the Star Wars Rebel characters which then connect all the way Back through to the prequels. Do you do you watch Rebels regularly? Um, I buy it on DVD, so I'm always behind. I think Josh is probably more cop than I'm I a cop. I'm I haven't started the newest season, but yeah, I'm I've got it on DVR. I usually just for, uh, fast forward through it for any uh, Vader, Ahsoka, Ahsoka <laughs> Tana, and uh, Maul scenes. Well, any, anything just else for, just doesn't add up to me. It, well, it's just so it's like, like if you watch it like porn, just skip the scene. Yeah, yeah. I watch it. Meat and potatoes. Girl on girl, stop. <laughs> well, that's what, and that's what I'm hoping is that Ahsoka will be in this movie at some that's, point. That's yeah. Is, if you you see them meeting at a rebel base, you, mm-hmm. even if you just see her kind of passing through, because that people. Fan right there, it's pleasing the fans because she's one of the most popular characters of the oh, last. Sure. Well, they 10 showed years. us with the last movie that they're all about fan service. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Well, no one's asking. That... No one's not to cut. Sir, oh. No one. If you say fan service, no. Who's asking for anything? I think we all know what's going to happen. Like nobody's screaming that we need to see Ahsoka. I don't think anyone is. Well, I was just that was going to be my question. I think question. Josh and Will would love to see. Yeah, Ahsoka. There's, there's, there's a lot <laughs> of right. younger fans, especially well, a lot of the younger fans. Over she's one. kind yeah. of their. I mean, especially with the younger, like, like ladies, females, you know, like, like she's kind of, they're like, Leia's okay, but Ahsoka's their, their girl. Well, and That's Disney's their, definitely shown us that they're all about, yeah. uh, you know, empowered women in these movies. I would I would assume that Ahsoka Tana is going to get her own movie at some point. Is Freddie, Fr- Freddie Prince Jr. going to be in this one? Well, by the time they do it, it probably, <laughs> it's probably a good 10 years out. And that, that, that was one of my questions. Who, you know, what other one-off movies are we going to see? There's already talk about Han, a Han Solo movie. There's sort of some talk about a, a Ben Kenobi movie, but or Obi-Wan I've heard Kenobi they're making movie. a Boba Fett one. 
and yeah, and Boba yeah. Fett. Well, well, supposedly there was even like a teaser reel, but then whoever the uh, the director was, they they ousted him. I, there, there was some there was some drama behind the scenes on that. Boba Fett well, before or after Sarlacc? That's what I want to know. Did well, he they, crawl they, out of the Sarlacc oh, like uh, eighty years later, and then you know they, they well, keep yeah, going movie. back and forth on it though, and saying that it's. The Han, Boba Fett and Han Solo movies are going to be together. It's going to yeah. be about young Boba they Fett chasing a young Han Solo. Yeah. What about and that's a, what it's going to be is, is prequels. What about an adventure inside the Sarlacc pit? We don't know how big it is. Yeah. You know, once you're down in he there. He said you digest for thousands of years, so he's not going to die for a while. Sure, it so might be a whole civilization. Exactly. You have company. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe like Han Solo and Boba Fett meet like at the club and they're like dancing. Like <laughs> Then they get in a fight because they're talking to the same girl and then Lando steps in and then they all kind of. Well, I, I hear it's because Lando left with the girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I hear that the Han Solo movie is going to be more like a, a, a Western heist movie. Yeah. Which, I, you know what? They. I like they, that. they cast the right uh, Lando too, in my opinion. I'm I'm all about Childish Campino. Yeah, I think uh, the yeah. only person who might have played him better is Xavier Woods. I agree with that. I was <laughs> I was very excited to hear that Xavier well, we, Woods. But yeah, but I like. Yeah. I, I think Donald he's a little Glover. too short. So you're gonna say? Yeah. Is, are you saying it's gonna be like Cowboys versus Aliens, the Han Solo version? Well, it's gonna be like a you know a swashbuckling train robbery. Uh, I'm in. No. But that's I, that's I where they can... more a Firefly. It's that's me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Firefly. A, a sci-fi like western. I'd rather have you know what I love is those uh, renditions of like samurais in, as like Darth Vader and the stormtroopers all in white and the, the, to do like a karate movie like with all like that. see now to me like a Kill Bill. I'm way off the deep end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I don't see them going that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, if they're going swashbuckler, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah with an established Pirates character. Of the, yeah. Pirates of the well, Caribbean. It's like, I'm Han Solo. Like, stupid. Well, no, I, think, I think you were more on track with the Western thing, because I feel yeah. like like the first the first piece of A New Hope feels that way. You're like, in sure. the desert, here's the, here's the saloon, and you're you're meeting up with you know the guy to do a job. And I, th- I think we're going to see... We're gonna see young Han and Lando do some sort of smuggling mission gone awry, and then we're gonna see how Han gets the Millennium Falcon from it, it, Lando. Yeah, it's probably gonna have the castle run, in my opinion. It's probably gonna be that's oh, it's gonna it's, be it's gonna be him doing the castle run. <laughs> the race. It's gonna be something about smuggling spice. Oh, pod racing! Like, Yay, yeah. which everybody loves. <laughs> <laughs> You, you just mentioned young Han, young Lando. I, I feel like there's an opportunity for a young Princess Leia to show up in Rogue One. Uh, they, they, yeah. they, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, Bail Organa is going to be, yeah. or is in the movie. He showed up in a trailer. Well, and they, they Uncle, established uh, her in, in Star Wars Rebels. I mean, that, and that's only supposed to be five. Rogue One's supposed to take place five years after the the rebels cartoon, so they've already established a young layer in that. When she mm-hmm. was politically involved, like she was like a teenage imperial senator too. Yeah. So she, she would she wouldn't like just be at home on Alderaan. She'd be out doing stuff too. Yeah. Uncle Owen gets in a starship and kills some people. Aunt Baru <laughs> says, "No, you got farming to do." And actually, she is. Um, I'm losing I, my mind over here. <laughs> there, there's, you got to do some space farming. There's over more here. beer. In the, there's more beer in the kitchen. I need dude. another beer. <laughs> That Lost in the Stars movie or uh, book that fo- that came out like last year, um, that follows like two Imperials right around the time of like the Death Star and, and everything that happens in the original trilogy, has a lot of uh, young Leia in it as well. So they're yeah. definitely. I mean, well, I'm curious how 
how they're going to pull off a young Leia, and then uh, Tarkin's got to be in this as well. Oh yeah, I, well I, Tarkin's in one of the trailers. Yeah, yeah. or well, the back of his head, but no, sort he's of. In you, it. You, it looks like his head. Yeah, yeah, but how, how are they going to pull off the actual character? Is that going to be CGI? Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, think the way they're doing CGI now, they'll nail young it. Schwarzenegger yeah. was in the last Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it yeah. was like shot for shot with the original scene. Yeah, too. Westworld is doing young uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it's apparently the technology's yeah. come down a bit. You know, at least in price. So I guess yeah. I could see him doing that, but it doesn't need to be picture perfect. As long as they establish that it's him, I'm okay with, you know. No, they brought in a dude um, to do Tarkin for the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm fine with that. Okay. Just needs well, those whacked out cheekbones. I, I'm just trying to save Disney some money. I have shares in Disney. Yeah. So if they, <laughs> if they need to take a, a shortcut. They're I'm fine. Gonna, they're going to make yeah. it back. They're fine. Well, yeah, when it yeah. comes to Star Wars, they're just printing money. So it's, it's <laughs> yeah. all good. It's Credits. that they're saying that Millie Bobby Brown was interested in playing a young Princess Leia. It's her prerogative. You know. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. She'd do what awesome. you want to do. Uh-huh. I'd be all about that. Any anything with 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 her, or any of the cast from Stranger Things, love that love that show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, about Tarkin though, in yeah. in Catalyst, he actually has a pretty big part. Oh, okay. Uh, in Catalyst, uh, one of the major plot points of Catalyst is uh, Orson Krennic, who is the the guy in the. Um, in the trailer that we, the Imperial guy that we see, yeah. he's got like a white uniform. He has kind of like a professional and personal rivalry with Tarkin. Director Krennic. Yeah. 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 And um, well, so there's, and I think by the end of Catalyst, they're positioning Tarkin to be in charge of the Death Star. Okay. So you bring up some good question, or some yeah. questions in my head here. So I'm about, we talked, uh, you know, we talked offline here about the, you know, listening to the audio books or actually reading the book. Yeah. I think I'm a couple hours into the audiobook. It's real and, dry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it is just total ca- uh, character establishment for this movie. Yeah. Um, or I, so I guess that's that's what I'm... I was hoping that it would become something else, but now that you've told me this, I'm done. Um, <laughs> but it almost seems like he's... You know, he, he has a knowledge base about weapons or about the, the kyber crystals. They they bring in uh, Jyn Erso's father. Galen. Galen Erso, yeah. And... It almost seems like they both get screwed over in creating this Death Star, and is this where Tarkin jumps in and says, "Okay, you know, no, we, so we've, we've, yeah, we, yeah, we totally screwed." Hold you on, over. we've been watching this since we've like for since we've been we're four. I'm in my forties. I've been this has like been religion. I mean, here I got the kids schooling. I don't know a tenth of what he knows for crying out. I'm getting bothered by all this. I'm sorry. I've, 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 I've read over a hundred Star Wars novels. Yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll hand you. You got the baton, buddy. <laughs> I if lived, it's on Marvel Unlimited, well, I'll read the comics. Yeah, but that's where I'm at right now. I lived with him for six years, so I, I absorbed some of it, but nowhere near as much as like he has. The retention is as impressive as the. It's just the, the knowledge. This is he the hasn't drink, when you drink for like 20 that. years and you start to forget stuff. He hasn't had that yet. Oh, yeah. yeah see me when you're 40. It's yeah, all no, gone. Yeah. It's all gone. It's uh, this is the one thing that I like more than wrestling. So, uh, I always say there's there's three things I can talk about: is Star Wars, Legos, or uh, making a murder. And now I think Stranger Things might have taken over making a murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things I do like about Rogue One is it's not Star, Star uh, Skywalker specific. Right. Like this is this huge you know universe, and like you know, you've been thousand books deep in it, and all everything we've seen so far has been centered around. Uh, Anakin baby, you know, all the way up yeah. until who knows who, who the the child is. Yeah, you don't know. Who, you don't know who anyone is, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, it's not. It's almost like the uh, the Bushes and the uh, and the Clintons and stuff like that. Like, we're getting away from the from what we know, and we're getting into like the rest of the of the 
the universe. I mean, there's other races in Star Wars. There's other planets. That, and all this stuff is unexplored, and it's referenced. But now we can get into the meat and potatoes of it. Can we talk about how racist so, Star Wars is with some of those some of these things? <laughs> oh, like wow. the traitors are Japanese, and the, the, the well, chunker, uh, Quato is Arabic, and <laughs> sand people are... <laughs> Turkish. I don't think it's ever implied. I don't know. I'm the Ottomans. The Ottomans, the Ottomans travel a single file. Exactly. I, to hide their numbers. I, but, well, in this one, it's kind of weird because we've got like uh, Asian uh, groups, and they had that in uh, the most recent episode seven too, where like you've never seen. Well, it's always English. The English guys are always the bad guys right, in right. Star Wars. So if you have a British accent, you're, you're bad. If you have an Irish accent, you might be okay because you're Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? If you have an American accent, you're definitely on the level. You know? And then if you have uh, other accents, you either belong to another race of beings altogether. You're not necessarily a humanoid. Well, it, and, but uh, it is, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing, and it's easy for... We're, we're talking about an imaginary universe <laughs> where I everybody seems to speak English or right. basic. In, right. In, yeah. In that. But yeah, they're going to have different accents, people. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just the. But how the, do they the, all have it's, like? It's the galaxy how do they far, all have, far away. How do they all have Damn Earth it? accents? There's no like, r- like accent you never heard. It's like that guy's got a Japanese accent. That guy's got an. Oh, he brought up Poggle the Lesser earlier. Well, yeah. you, you They'll get around to it. You'll be like, hey, them. don't yeah. you but know? You, you quoted him. His quote was very good. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Nuck nuck. Yeah. I just can't wait till they get to the planet where everybody talks like they're in Fargo. You know, yes. <laughs> what are we gonna do with the biscuit that's half dull? <laughs> this is the nice planet. Low temperate weather. Everybody gets along. You guys, you guys brought up a little bit early, but who do we think is Ray's parents? Do we think it's gonna be continuation of the? Skywalker I think it's Kenobi. You think it's well, like yeah, Kenobi. I think uh, so. You know, we we all listen and read other things, and and the the hold off or what they're saying. They want to hold off on a, an Obi Wan movie until after this trilogy, because they kind of touch on some Obi Wan, and I think that right there tells you that Ray is related to Obi Wan somehow. I mean, Obi Wan's been living on Tatooine, you know. He's not just living in that hut, dude. They know him at the bar. So <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, he banged some girl from the bar, then stuck oh, yeah. stuck Ray in a shuttle and flew her off into. <laughs> well, I mean, Luke, Luke. Luke says, "Yeah, I need to get off this planet. I don't know what to do." And he's like, "Well, I'll take you to the bar." Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's like, I got to get off this planet too. I can't. Yeah. I can't afford the credits. My child well, support. Well, exactly. <laughs> well then, then there's nothing that says he's been on Tatooine the whole time either. I mean, uh, well, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, his whole his whole reason for being there is to keep a watchful eye on Luke. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty. Though, yeah. That's pretty. He's well a professional stalker. <laughs> the Uncle Owen won't let him do anything. Yeah. There's uh, some well, strange but, man in the window again today. Yeah. Watching, you, watching you dress. Oh, uh, it's like, that old wizard. <laughs> <laughs> wizard <laughs> but that's always been or i keep calling him ben because that was he yeah, was he's, he's uh, old ben the, that's he a name he ben, hasn't dude. that's a name he hasn't heard in a long time yeah. you know yeah. but obi-wan's strategy for everything was let's go to the bar and figure this shit out <laughs> when uh when they went looking for um oh, i forget the, who, the which, change the shape change, the changeling yeah, yeah. Right. like well let's go to the bar why i'm gonna get a drink and you know that's where shit happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds what? like I, I could be friends with ben 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hated that diner scene more than I'll ever tell you. That's one of the worst uh, scenes. Oh, with, oh. Drex when he has the Camino. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen one of these since I was mining on the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After I made yeah. the uh, scrambled eggs, I know everything yeah. about arrow right. points. And there's like, got to be some Jawa juice. Right. This, well, maybe this he's is, in the witness protection program. Like yeah. He used to do this stuff, and now he's in a diner on course. This, huh? this is where the prequels were just, just mm. silly. Let's they get were, a spinoff of him. It could be like Alex, <laughs> you know. You can have Fira, and you can call them dingbats, and uh, you know, kiss my kiss my grits, kiss yeah. my kiss grits. My space There's got to be some. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think of some type of Star Wars reference there. <laughs> you know, so we're talking characters. What what other characters in Rogue One are we thinking about? We're thinking we're going to see. We've already mentioned Thrawn. We've already mentioned potentially Princess Leia, but you know, potentially or it sure seems that we're going to see Tarkin. There's a whole new cast here. There's there's obviously Jyn Erso as as the main character. You know, who is she? Uh, her outfit is very much Han Solo with the Krillian blood stripe and everything. Did well, she have the blood stripe? I didn't see. I thought it was yellow. I thought it was like Han Solo Empire. Well, then where's the rebel base too? I mean, that's going to tell you a lot. Oh, it's, everything. it's on... Uh, on Rogue One? It was it Yavin 6, Yavin 5, Yavin whatever. 4? Yavin 4. Yeah. Mon Mothma's hanging out over there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, I, they I nailed Mon Mothma. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like the exact same actress. I don't know who they did. They, they, yeah, they casted that very well. Oh, well, maybe you just <laughs> answered your question. Uh, they nailed Mon Mothma, and that's... Yeah, uh, maybe. That's, yeah. <laughs> do we get to, see, a, do we get to see a young Admiral Akbar? Mm. I'm throwing Admiral, a softball well, yeah. to I, it's not a trap. I don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's not throwing. He's not throwing softballs. They're snares. Right. <laughs> Traps, if you would. Ah, uh, boo. I, I wonder about if we're going to see any other force users besides Vader. Yeah. Just well, ones, ones known or unknown. Well, and that brings up a good question too, though, about the Star Wars universe is. Are people interested in Star Wars if there's no Jedi's involved? Right. Well, that's there's the thing that, I keep hearing people complain uh, about. Is it no, there's stormtroopers and there's going to be pew pews and it's going to be fine. I don't think Jedi's the cornerstone of Star Wars. But there's well, what's I, his name? Chim Chimit Imwe. Did I read yeah. that around? Chirit Chirit Imwe. I mean, he's basically blind and he's taking down stormtroopers with a stick. Well, um, and they reference the force like seven times. Yeah. Like, Charlie, like well, which is, is kind of weird because because when when New Hope comes around. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the freaking force. Why do you got to bring that up? You know, yeah. I mean, we're done with that. But here we are. You know, I don't know. Is this thing a, a year before New Hope? Is it five years before New Hope? It's it's in that range. It doesn't seem like it's any sooner or any older than that. And then, yeah, they're dropping May the Force Be With Us and the Force Will Guide Us. They should they should pan to Luke, and Luke's like seven, eight years old, just like little Annie. And he's like... <laughs> Working at the working at the junkyard, that'd be so awesome if they pulled that. I would be so happy. He's, a moisture he's, farmer. He, exactly. he's actually entering in the last pod race that they right. held on Tatooine. <laughs> well, I think that's a different. It's a it's a different group of people too. Yeah. Like it's, I I think that we hear some of that. Like Mon Mothma says, you know, may the force be with us before they go on their missions. And the I think like, I think the rebels might cling to it a little bit because like obviously like. So like Mon Mothma was a senator when the Jedi were still yeah. like a thing. She's so she seen remembers it, all. it, but then you have all these like imperial uh like I think it's the imperials who are like that that is that's not a thing anymore. What are Jedi though? They're all the Jedi are dead. You right. know? Well, well, when they did get they, that information, they did seek out Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was the first thing that they wanted to do with this information. So But at this point in in Rogue One, the Imperial Senate still slightly exists. Yeah. Because at the start of New Hope, Leah is is a senator. 
And and it's some at some point, you know, however yeah. if that's a week or if that's a couple months or whatever that New Hope actually exists, the the Emperor dissolves the Senate. So the Senate still exists in Rogue One in some form or fashion. So maybe Mon Mothma's part of that. Yeah, I want I th- and I wonder too if they make if it's one of those things where like talking about the Jedi becomes kind of like a thought crime. It's like it's yeah. so taboo. We we went and you know it's they know that the Jedi the pr- propaganda is that the Jedi turned on you know on us so we sent the clones after them or whatever um, so maybe it's just kind of well like, and there's there's probably still plenty of people walking around thinking that the Emperor you know well he was attacked by the Jedi and the exactly, Jedi are yeah. bad and 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 he's doing everything to save us these stormtroopers are here to keep the keep us safe from the Jedi there's got to be that mindset oh yeah well it's going back to the uh, who are the terrorists? Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Karate Kid was Johnny Lawrence the good guy or the bad guy? Right. You know, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> sure. You know? No, everything. I always argue for my friends that uh, Captain America is actually the terrorist because in Civil War the, the storyline, you know, he's the one who turns on the government that makes him a terrorist. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, Captain America can't be a terrorist. I'm like, well, if you're going against your government, in a sense, that makes you a terrorist. <laughs> Did you root for the Nazis in the first movie too? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying the are people going to be interested though if there's no Jedi or if there's very Mm -hmm. little Jedi thing? I got to imagine that probably the number two selling action figure behind Darth Vader has always been Han Solo, right? You know, I mean, I think there's Uh, that. It's got to be close. I I mean, I I want Han Han Solo the coolest hero. Yeah. 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 And and I don't mind. I just don't like it when lightsabers are thwarted with uh, non lightsaber weapons, like when they have like those. uh, There was the. Oh, like the force sti- or the the power sticks? Or yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff. I I want to see like how did they not cut those. that thing in half? Right, exactly. Right, that kind of bothers me. But I could. There are well, certain metals in the Star Wars universe right. that are. Uh, well, that are, are we talking about Grievous's guards? Cut. Grievous's yeah. guards. Yeah. They had like a plasma field around them, so mm-hmm. you know, essentially the same no, type he, of a weapon. Like Qui Gon Jinn cuts through a metal like safe with his lightsaber, but he can't cut through a damn shock stick. Give me a break. Depending on the end, he probably could cut it in half. Well, I think it was the the electrical. Uh, it was charge around. Oh, lands. They were like a giant plasma Q-tip. Actually, I think at some point they do cut one of them in half. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Well, and you also figure though that the Emperor himself is a you know someone who uses a lightsaber, so he he could have easily somewhat converted some of that lightsaber technology yeah. to make some of these other light weapons. Yeah. So so they're at least similar enough that they could, you know, be used against the lightsaber. Well, that's all part of his strong. All part of his plan. I'm gonna have guards that can that have weapons that can take that can take a blow from yeah. a lightsaber, that can take on a Jedi or at least slow down a Jedi so I can get the hell out of here. The, the one thing that drives me nuts though is that that young Jedi in Rebels has a gun that's also a lightsaber. That makes me so that's mad. That's annoying. Well, well, Rebels is just like Clone Wars, where there's like some stuff that's like awesome, mm-hmm. and then some stuff it's just like this okay. Why I fast next. forward? <laughs> to go back to Mr. Pants's point, though, is the uh, are people in, in uh, interested in this with without Jedi? Did anyone play uh, Star Wars Galaxies, the MMORPG that came out forever ago? A little bit. And when it when it first started, it was completely random whether you got to be a Jedi. Uh, and then if you were a Jedi, if you ever died, you were just dead, and then you could be a, a glowy going around. But you but so there weren't that many Jedi's <laughs> mm-hmm. around in it's the a, in a, the it's a ghost Jason, right? yeah, <laughs> in the universe. Um, but then they did a a they weren't it wasn't that popular, 
and they rebooted the entire thing with an expansion where you could actually pick from the very beginning to be a Jedi, and the popularity went off the charts, but then it also made the entire, that part of the the uh, chronology make no sense, where it was supposed to take place uh, sometime after, uh, in between uh, Empire and, or in between uh, New Hope and Empire, and there's a right. hundred thousand Jedi wandering around. Right, yeah, so yeah. it's like... Ten to one Jedi to smugglers or uh, or bounty hunters or something. Yeah, which, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes make sense too because the the more popular Star Wars I'm more now is the, the old Republic, which you know takes place. Yeah. During the time period when the Jedi Order was strong. Yeah, because everyone wants to be a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's how that's how I've always been too. Is like uh, I always thought Han Solo was cool, but at the same time though, it's like I always wanted to be Luke because I wanted to be able to use the Force. You oh, know. for sure. I, I mean, mean yeah, I used to he's whiny like, like Luke, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I always, when I was a little kid, I loved Return of the Jedi because I loved the opening with Luke going to Jabba's palace and being this confident Luke as, as a Jedi, you know? It's just like you see this transformation, and you're like, he's not the same character he was in, in A New Hope. What he's, about my asthma? Yeah. I'll give you asthma. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you see the confidence of him. You see him kind of, he has this cool, you know, meaner to him. And he uses the force. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're like, whoa, I want to be him. Yeah. yeah. And he does all the swashbuckling and stuff like that and everything you want to see. Plus, he's also the badass. He's like, you know, you will, you know, I'm giving you this opportunity before I kill you. Yeah. You know, in a very <laughs> calm way. So that is pretty cool. But he didn't kill him. Leia did. Well, yes. it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, kind of a chicken and egg thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, never go out on a on a space sled with a Jedi. That's what you learn yes. there, I think. <laughs> never trust a Jedi. No. Yeah, I think that's the Emperor's motto. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's funny. Like, as a kid, I was a Han Solo guy. I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be the rogue. I wanted to, you know, like have the ship that's fast and, you know, be a little bit you know, gunslinger type, you know? So I think there's something for everybody in the Star Wars universe. That's what well, makes it great. And so in the, uh, I'm going to admit, I don't know the names of the, the new Rogue One. What's the girl in Rogue One's name? Jin Erso. Okay. I, that's a lot of syllables. Jin uh, <laughs> Jin Dobry. She's from Hamtramck. Yeah. So anyways. I uh, thought it was funny, Bark. You should have got that one. But she, uh, but she seems very like Han Solo-y. Yeah, and the trailers, you know. So that's it's kind of interesting that they've gone. Okay, well, we need our main character to be not just a badass, but to be a cool badass, rather than the the full Luke. I'm a big old whiner, See, I, but I can do magic. Did you guys <laughs> get mad about all like the the quirky one liners in seven? Because Dave, no. Dave, it pisses Dave off to no end. I go. Have you ever watched Star Wars? The whole there, movie all, is quirky one-liners. That's one of my production things here is, you know, in addition to the no opening crawl and, and, and the soundtrack being different, are we going to hear those 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 lines that we hear in every movie? Like, you oh, know, yeah. there's not enough time. Well, and the kid, and the kid uh, relief, whether like in, you know, episode one where the thing farts, you know, like pod races or... In Jedi, uh, <laughs> do with the do with job of the hut. There's always a, that one make kids laugh. George, part. George Lucas likes a nice, uh, yeah. just one one yeah. good burp or fart. Right. Yep. So do I, but I mean, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, no, I laugh the first time. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think the droid is going to be comic relief. I mean, it's being yeah. played by Alan Tudyk, so yeah. I mean, so well, even in the newest trailer, it, it kind of showed the droid like, "I'm gonna join your team. The captain's making me." Yeah, you know, like you, it looks like you're going to get that sarcastic, like, 
I'm here, but it's only because I'm programmed to be here. Well, they, are they, so they, sassy in the Star Wars. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they finally <laughs> finished up all the CGI. So, so now uh, the K2SO is showing up in all of the trailers. Yeah. Did you see the clip that, oh, what's her name, Felicity Jones dropped on, oh, uh, I think it was um, Tonight Show or something. No. This is where I get bummed out about spoilers or Star Wars themselves spoiling things. Well, real quick, I think K2SO, the name, is because he's an asshole. I think somebody said, well, let's oh. we need a name for this thing. Well, he's kind of an asshole. That was like the guy that cuts yeah. through the gas station is an S-O-S-O. Ah. <laughs> no, there's a scene where she's just taking out stormtroopers. And, well, now I'm going to spoil it for you. I'm That's not going to do that. No, no, no. But, if uh, it's on YouTube, I, but you're not yeah, spoiling yeah, anything. Yeah. Clearly, I'm I'll just here, say this. So I'm not worried about there, it. There are more than one droid exactly like K2SO, and it seems like he might be some kind of modified Imperial droid. That, that's that's the yeah, I think that's I read the that. gist of this clip that I get. Yeah. I don't want to. He's like a turncoat droid. Ex- Boss's well, major well, so. Well, just look at like R two D two though. I mean, you see, with the exception of the paint job, you see many Asmic droids that look yeah. just like. Oh, him, for sure. A different paint job. I mean, it makes sense. It's just like cars, you know. Well, you're gonna have evil? a you're gonna have a faculty assembly line just making the same model. Right. Isn't there an evil Mastro Mech droid in this? Supposedly, there's like a black R two D two model. There's always so, anytime yeah, there's Imperial, they're always black, I, black with like orangeish yeah. or yeah. yeah. All right. I thought it was gonna be like a character. I think there's one that's like all stainless steel, or at least. Maybe that was just a model. And there was a silver C three PO on Cloud City, which makes no yeah. sense because Anakin built droid. no, but Anakin built him from scratch. So yeah, but it's well, a, he, it's he a built him from a kit. Yeah, yeah. oh, he bought a model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't no, know he, he bought he built him from from junkyard built from, from yeah. shit. Yeah, he wasn't you know, the, going through and like making the, the faceplate and stuff. Yeah, the, was, the coverings were just yeah. That's just common. And then uh, then you know the silver one does or then C three PO in Empire does you know, his Mary Kate Nashley uh, impersonation. How rude! Oh you know, yeah, which is uh, which pissed me off they, when I saw it again. Every time Mary I see Kate it, Nash, I thought they. You might never not recognize me with my red arm. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with the red arm? Let's go there. Oh, oh did, did you didn't there's, read the C three PO one shot? Yeah, there's a one shot that yeah. explains it. I, yeah. I haven't read it yet, but it was it was fine. I I expected nothing from it, and it was glad I was glad that there was only one. I was this not is... going to put money behind finding out why C three PO has a red arm. In or a why or I was why, not going to put six bucks down. Or why Darth Vader didn't recognize R two D two or C three PO for that matter. Well, yeah, I don't we think that we know that he didn't. Yeah, yeah. You think he'd say something? Hey, I well, built you. I, 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 <laughs> you I kill a lot of people. You forget a lot of people. By the time when did Vader see R two D two? I know that's a great point. He didn't see him on. He didn't see him on Bespin. No, and he didn't. I don't think he ever saw it. I, the The only time, the only droid that now he I gotta watch him again, you asshole. Would have been and and this we only see this because of the comics was the the box of C three PO parts. And they actually show a scene where at the he, dinner he, scene well, in Bespin, it would have you know? 3P, 3PO was I don't, was 3PO at the dinner scene. 3PO in Bespin? was already blasted by then. Yeah, he he went off uh, and got blown they up. They had just they had just dropped the just dropped the bucket of parts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chewbacca got him from the the yeah. uh, melting I, pit or whatever. Stormtroopers, uh. yeah. yeah. And that in the the frame you're talking yeah. about isn't even canon. It's from an Infinities comic. Right, right. Yeah. And he he basically you know puts the 3PO's head up to him and he has memories members. Of uh, yeah. remember, remember when yeah. I built you? Remember when I built this thing? <laughs> no. and, when the Tuskens killed my mother? Remember? Yeah, and then he and he and he gives and he says, "I'll oh, just give it back to the Wookiee or whatever." And you can't sense you can't sense droids through the force, so even if like they're passing by and they don't see each other, yeah, you can't necessarily see them. That's where the whole midi chlorian thing bugs me. Yeah, because uh, how. 
What are the do's and don'ts? Yeah, let's go there. Well, okay. So basically, so now the force is bacteria. And is I it bacteria? That they did something to uh, like rule out midichlorians. Well, like now it's it's sort of a presence that that can be influenced by the stuff around you. Like force objects now mean more. Um, it's like sure. ring like ringworms in your blood. Yeah, like the the Lando comic talked about you had a bunch of Sith artifacts that turned right. some bounty hunters crazy because they became overrun with the Sith, which is kind of the reason that uh, Kylo Ren still keeps the Vader mask with him because it's a Sith artifact and it keeps reminding him because he's he leans to the light, but he wants to lean dark. And so he keeps the the mask to make sure that he centers himself. I'm curious if he what else he has. Oh, yeah, he obviously for sure. keeps that mask in, in a, uh, uh, a a pit of burnt ash. Yeah. That ash he has Vader. a game-worn cape from when he killed all the younglings. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> that's a really valuable one. So ashes people he's killed. <laughs> yeah. So talking about possible spinoff movies, yeah. there is a possible spinoff is the two bounty hands usually get those artifacts for me. Oh, yeah. Because they already announced it was going to be a book or something that's going to fill in. Because it's the two bounty hunters you see at the in 7 are the two who gets him that mask. I want to bosk. Away. Oh, you know what would be badass is just a bounty hunter movie. I can, oh, yeah. absolutely. Holy shit. Be good. Yep. Yep. One yep. of my favorite extended universe books was the Bounty Hunter Tales. The the Han Solo trilogy and the Bounty Hunter Tales. Those are the ones that I just Just give love. me Bosk and yeah. the guy with all the bandages wrapped around his Dengar. head. <laughs> yeah. 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 B- Boss Dengar, IG eighty eight. Yeah. That was I'm all about the Star Wars droids. Two you could do a you could do six movies on two one B and I would Watch every <laughs> why does he have? Does he have? Why does he always have sleep apnea though? He's got that. Or is that a is that a fifties microphone? Thing, it's yeah. like a mic. Yeah. Oh. yeah it's so he can. An old why does he DJ. have sleep apnea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, you I, know what's I'm funny all about droids. Not to go into my personal life, I just got diagnosed with sleep apnea, so I got that stupid mask on. So I'm, I'm watching Empire on Thanksgiving, and they, you know, when they're in that whatever the 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 snake thing in the in the asteroid. And uh, mm-hmm. when they shoot the ground or whatever, right? Those stupid things are flying around. They put the masks. Yeah, then they put the CPAP. Their CPAP masks. Yeah, yeah. My no, wife, actually, yeah absolutely. Well, you also see a sleep chamber in that movie too. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so you get a, lot of, a couple nods to uh, the sleep apnea. My suffers. wife put it. She goes, "Oh, look, that's the mask you wear when you sleep." I'm like, oh, "That's great." <laughs> yeah, thanks for that's, reminding yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's one thing that, that does at the times drive me nuts about the Star Wars universe is that they have you see this kind of advanced medical technology. But then some of these other technology they have doesn't make any sense. Like especially like in the opening of the Force Awakens, when they're, they're on that when they're on Jakku, and he they're they're looking for the the map for the, the Skywalker, and obviously like he doesn't have it on him. And they, they it takes Kyle Ren pulling it out of him for him to say, "Oh, you gave it to a droid." It's like wouldn't like the defect for everyone be to give data to droids? To hold the USB drives that they have. <laughs> oh, he put the data in the computer. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's the just files are in the computer. In the computer. <laughs> they just for some reason the they internet never is on the computer now. Droids have the information they're looking for. Yeah, which just it drives me nuts. It just, well, it kind weird. I, I see what you're saying. I think but there's. I think there's two different companies in the Star Wars universe. Like you've got the company that makes the nice looking stuff, like the the Rebels. <laughs> uh, medical droids and Padme's ship that's perfectly chromed out and then the Empire or the the Imperial stuff which is all looks weathered and worn and like their medical uh, things happen in a black and red room like where they put (laughs) they put the limbs on Darth Vader well supposedly that was that was (laughs) that was the shift from the 
Who you know, funds this crap anyway? <laughs> Let's talk about that. And those yeah. droid armies are really bad. <laughs> the the, bad the investment. kind of pre-Empire days, everything was very regal Who and, paid the and shiny and nice. And then here comes the Empire and everything's just shit. Well, then, Cause like the the Y wing, the the original Y wing. I love the Y wing is like my favorite ship. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Y wing, they had all the covers on the ends and everything, and then they found that um, you know it was faster or whatever because the rebels are basically all about just speed and and fighting. Um, so now it just looks like this turd. But, yeah, that a Mad Max that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I've heard too. Like, like people trying to trying to explain like. Why are things so shiny and nice in the prequels and then in the original trilogy, everything's a little dark and gritty? It's it's the Empire is not putting money into making things look nice. They're putting money it's into efficiency. keeping the propaganda it's machine. Utilitarian. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to go to Tunisia before all the crap gets buried in the sandstorm. That's yeah. st- although <laughs> it all still exists. Oh yeah. I, I don't think there. it's yeah. a bad time to go to Tunisia. Yeah, right now. God, yeah, I'm not, yeah. yeah. But I'm with you. I want to go check that out. <laughs> There'd be a just so you can do the no, Wars just so you can do the one pose. It's kind of like when you go to the Statue of Liberty, just so you can stand there with your arm up and take a selfie. It's kind of <laughs> like I just want to do the Luke pose with the dim with the sun going down. Yeah, we can Photoshop the twin suns behind you. Oh yeah. Right, right, right. Did you guys ever watch um, Long Way Down? It's uh, Hugh McGregor's motorcycle documentary, and he's riding through, and he stops at the Tatooine set, and he's walking around the set, and there's like pictures of him on the wall, but no one recognizes him, huh. just because he's been on his motorcycle oh, yeah, the, the whole time. The... Oh, that's uh, Ewan McGregor's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they take the BMWs across yeah. the world, basically, yeah. I'm like, I know yeah, this he, thing. He does yeah. one that's the long way around, that's and then right. he does the long way down, which yeah. is going. Okay. Which I think the long way down is the one where they stop the, at the Star Wars. Yeah, because that's the one they go through Africa. Yeah. Yeah. The one story I always liked about I love Ewan McGregor's awesome. He is just he's the, he's the coolest man. He's the best part of the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. The one when they're doing the one fight scene, this is in the. You know the, the the reels or whatever after the you know before um, any special effects or whatever, and he falls off. This is you know them fighting Darth Maul. He falls off the the bridge. He falls onto a bunch of boxes, and he turns to the stunt coordinator who's basically checking on him. You know, just giving him the Iggy, and uh, he's just like, "Do you want to do Star Wars?" Fuck yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, I love the story that they had to keep telling him not to make the lightsaber sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, but, I was just going to say that. Yeah. But I guess while when he when he first started doing Phantom Menace, he he was just just take you know whatever money they would give him, whatever money they would give him, he he was just cashing away because he wanted a new Ducati. And and then they I think at one point he like he didn't have any money for food or something. They're like, What what's your problem? And he's like, Well, I'm saving all my money for this Ducati. So they bought him the 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 bike the bike that he wanted. Um, that's 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 my guy. Yeah. I've run out of topics on Rogue One. I mean well, we, actually, we basically we're just talking did, prequels. Did you so. uh the article that I read yesterday was uh with the director of Rogue One talking about uh George Lucas's vi- uh, visit to the set. Did you any of you read read any of I this? saw a clip. They let him? Yeah, no, they they had him onto the set and then they showed him a, the a rough cut of the movie. They have to. And I'm just being yeah. funny. <laughs> two, two two things that that came from the article that I loved was one, George Lucas, kidding, not kidding, uh, was saying, you know, you could do a lot more of this stuff with just computers. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that surprise me. Yeah, but two, he said it was the it was probably the second most surreal thing you can do. In, in life, which is show your Star Wars movie to George Lucas. Oh, I yeah. bet. 
And he said the most surreal thing in life would be to be George Lucas and have somebody show you their Star Wars movie. Yeah, these fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like cooking for Gordon Ramsay? You yeah. know, the guy yeah. who's going to oh destroy God. you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What is this shit? You know? Yeah, or like yeah. Do, doing a podcast with the guy from IT and the D. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> what do we know of Gareth, Gareth Edwards, right? Gareth, that's his name, the director. Yeah. 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 What has he done before? I don't know. I'm so. looking it up right now. Okay. <laughs> if some short at USC. So, so basically, when, when J.J. Abrams took over episode seven, and essentially... I, How did he, they let him do Star Trek and Star Wars? Well, I did not that seem Star like, Trek, But that's, that's kind of why he got Star Wars, people were saying, because yeah. he basically made a Star Wars movie when he made the first Star Trek. I love yeah. the new Star Trek. I like the Star Trek. Star Trek fan, I do not... I you do don't? don't? I don't. No. Well, we can go there. I hated second. Picard. Yeah. I hated Picard. I love this really? series. No, yeah. Picard's my guy, dude. But I liked what he did with Star Trek. And and I felt like when, when he was on board, and it's J.J. Abrams, when he was on board for, for Star Wars movies, I'm like, okay, I feel like it's in good hands. I'm nervous, but I feel like it's in good hands. This guy, and granted, this is a uh, um, a one-off movie, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's in good hands. I just what don't I've want seen the cra- so far. I like well, like JJ J. Abrams. He knew he was going to bring crappy cameos from his buddies, oh, like the always. fat guy from oh, Heroes, yeah. and yeah, the, yeah. you know, uh, Harold and Kumar. No, Harold and Kumar was in Star Trek. Sorry, he was in. Uh, he was in. He was in both, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like you know, you don't know what this guy's done. So you know, and then wasn't James Bond oh. one of the stormtroopers that? Uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, but it was uncredited. Yeah, was he uncredited? So Simon yeah. Pegg was. Um, the, in a role you wouldn't recognize. Yeah, yeah. And then he was Kevin plunged. Smith yeah, yeah. did a voice cameo. He was yep. one of the stormtroopers' voices. Yeah, he was when they were when they were flying after they blew up the bar. Yeah, uh, well, and then the wanted to have portions. That was the uh, the redhead Simon guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's one thing you haven't heard as much about this set is all the celebrities. Because then it was yeah. like Kevin Smith visited the set. It was a big deal, and mm-hmm. there's a, a bunch of other celebrities who would visit the set and would say stuff. And this right. hasn't been as much. Well, that's well that was the first. Yeah, it was the first Star Wars movie after we didn't think we were going to see anymore until George yeah. Lucas died. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Garth Edwards. Well, and J.J. Abrams. Gar- Real quick, J.J. Abrams is essentially the like the true Hollywood version of Kevin Smith. Like, I'm going to make movies yeah. and use my buddies. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm the original member, Barry. That's what J.J. Abrams is. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so the only big movie he's directed is Godzilla. Did you see did Godzilla? The, 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 I, yeah, I really enjoyed that Which one. Which Godzilla was, was it? The 2014 one. The, yeah. one. Oh, okay, good. The, the big, and so he did that one, he did Monsters Not the too. Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, no. That, that <laughs> was pure shit. A, it was a lizard. It wasn't even a Godzilla. <laughs> and it was like, like a rea- radioactive iguana. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It, was he, it didn't. And then he had Actually, a bunch of Godzilla babies. Yeah. Can we, can uh, we King Kong it for a minute? Sure. That looks awesome, by the way. That does look sweet. And they're setting up for King Kong versus Godzilla, and I can't wait. That's what they're setting up, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just like Justice league i can't wait oh there's so much good crap coming up <laughs> after the last king kong i'm tapped out of king kong man I... oh the jack black one yeah man, it well, it's kind of like they do the incredible hulk every four years till they finally get it right you know yeah, i think that's true spider-man they do it every four years till the, they get it right the jack black one right took yet. you back to the what was it the 1950s yeah. king kong yeah, yeah. 30s, yeah yeah 30s was, is, yeah it's better than the 70s one can they just yeah. do me a favor and redo so, flash you know. gordon properly please <laughs> It's, Flash it's, Gordon or Flash Gordon? <laughs> no, not Flash Gordon. Yeah, okay, I love both. I love the eighties uh-huh. Flash Gordon. Yeah, uh, yeah no, yeah. Flash, oh yeah, the, you got to keep the music. You can't you know? have you can't not have Queen in Flash right. Gordon. No, and, the the crowning who wants uh, to live forever. <laughs> you know, I love it as it is. <laughs> Pretentious boy. Yeah, don't it, get me going on my <laughs> Hawkman impersonation. It, it'll get there. They're, they're slowly remaking everything. So. True. As a grown, yeah. as I'm a forty one year old man, um, I meet Sam Jones like pre Ted. 
when that movie came out, mm-hmm. and I'm wearing a sport coat and a Flash Gordon T-shirt, like a dirty, like dirty Mark I am. And he's like, "Great, Did you know you were going to meet him." Yeah, yeah, I knew oh. he was there. I bought the VIP package and I pulled the whole family. We stopped. I think we we had like a wedding to go to. I'm like, "No, no, no, we're going to Flash Gordon." <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and like we get there and I'm such a mark. And he's like, "That's a Those great t-shirt. It's a great T-shirt." And I'm like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So here's where it gets worse. They do, my, there's a guy that's a speed painter, Dave Santia, and they're playing Flash Gordon. Sam Jones, Flash Gordon's in the back of the room, and he's, they're playing Flash Gordon, and he's painting Flash Gordon, right? And then they auction the thing off. Who do you think is going to win this thing? But the freaking grown man, Mark, with his wife going, God damn it, can we leave, guy. Oh, so they bid me up. They hustled me so hard because they knew I'd pay <laughs> anything. <laughs> well, and there was probably like three or four dudes similar to you in that crowd. Like, no, there okay, was we one. we've got these guys. Yeah, there was <laughs> just one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny Where thing is. Where was this? Uh, Dearborn uh, Comic Con. Uh, the hotel. The and the, the funny thing is, David Prowess was there, who was the original Darth right. Vader. Yeah, and, and yeah, his painting fetched. His, too. Yeah, he was such a dick yeah. about everything. I didn't even want to give him any. So like his paint, I paid four times the amount for Flash Gordon's painting than what Prowess's one for. <laughs> and I still, and I'm like, people say, like, how much you pay for it? I told him, I'm like, do you regret it? I'm like, oh god, no, I do it ten times over again. I paid triple what I paid for it. And where does that painting hang? I was just gonna. Uh, ask. It's in it's in the basement with all my other shit. <laughs> I want to put see you no know, that's the thing. room. Dave yeah. has a Matt Bush, like it's seven yeah. foot width, like four foot tall of Vader on the throne, not the toilet, but like right. the, the black, uh. you know, <laughs> where the thing closes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Bush did it for Dave, and he can't hang it above the living room couch. It's utter blasphemy. His wife will go down in infamy as not letting. I go, Dave, how do you not hang that above your fridge? Like oh, I, did, I just don't. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell Anita to let you do it, and he won't. Like that would yeah. be like my crowning moment Absolutely. as a human yeah. being was to Let me own write something. Write down the time on this so I can cut this ah. part out. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it to his face. It's okay, okay. hundred times. Okay. I I uh, texted Tab a couple days ago about wanting to buy an original Galaga cabinet, and she was like, "Oh, oh. I, I support this." Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Wait, she wants to buy it? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You I never say no to that. I, I so, <laughs> if you like the when when the four horsemen came to Comic Con, right. yeah. if you had known what I dropped to buy that freaking stupid WCW like actual belt to get the pictures, to get the signings, to get the uh, like. I just, babe, just don't look at the bank statement this yeah. month. Just, just, just. <laughs> and yeah. it's funny. I met Ric Flair at a Kmart for free, maybe like <laughs> ten years previous <laughs> to that. And I even got my hair all teased out. I had longer hair at the time, and I got it all Nature Boy helmet haired up. Oh, you knew but, he was going to be there. Oh, you just oh, didn't yeah. happen to bump into him. No, no. <laughs> it was a super K in his defense, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I got put on a tie and everything to meet the Nature oh, Boy. Absolutely. He, uh, yeah, my, my, my daughter went up to him at like uh, 9 and 30 at night. My wife came up to the thing to give me the belt. It just showed up in the mail. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, hey, can I take a selfie? You know, And she's 10 years old, dude. And he's like, nah, get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Oh. So then, then she like yeah. cries and goes home. So I had to call her and make up some lame story about, uh, you know, that he's under contract. He wasn't allowed to. The management right. told him it's not him. You know, you're more Terry Blanchard. Uh, Tully, Tully Blanchard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, never meet your heroes, man. No, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> But every once in a while, it's good. But, sure. You know. One quick question. Who do we think's in the Vader outfit? Anakin Skywalker? Is it, well. Hayden is it Christensen? Hayden, is it Hayden Christensen? Oh. No, because he had to wear lifts, and yeah, it looked bad even yeah, in that yeah. moment. 
So if they're especially if he has a fight scene, I can't see that. I, don't, I hope not. I don't think he's gonna be mm. in it that much. Yeah. It seems like he's he's basically just there to bitch out Krennic and then turn it over to Tarkin. Yeah, Krennic um, is the Krennic is the so Krennic is Vader in the original trilogy and Vader is like the Emperor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I okay. would I would like to see some Vader kick ass action because yeah. I mean the technology wasn't quite there and I don't want to see flips and everything like we saw in the prequels. I'd like to see though like a real emotional power fight. You know, even if he's if he's laying waste to a bunch of guys or something, I'd like P- to see pissed Vader off Vader is awesome. His, right, I yeah. want to see that. I've seen it in the comics and stuff. Yep. I want to see like just you know a power force user. You know. So now the most well, important man. question: to three D or to not three D? No three D. No well, 3D. so yeah, I do it. My question is: what are what what's your viewing uh, strategy? I go with I, my friends first in non three D. Yeah. On yeah. the opening night, and then I take my kids on Sunday to 3D. To 3D. I, I'll like, eventually yeah. see it in 3D, but yeah, if, if, if 3D gives me a headache. Totally. And yeah. and also, I, I have a certain ADD, so I'll go see a, th- a movie in 3D once I've seen it, and I can allow myself to be distracted by the shit over in the right corner, that kind of thing. But if I'm there There's to just see too much movie, weird, like, I don't like... The way the 3D just even, I don't care. I don't need to touch. Oh, it's in front of my face. Let's touch it and put your hands out. And right like, now, Tron in 3D was sweet. Yeah, like so, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange. I wanted to see in 3D. I want to see that 3D yeah. really that bad. That was um, much better. In yeah, 3D. I, I, I went and saw better. that and went, wow, this is something I need to see yeah. in 3D. Yeah. But a lot of films. My friend worked on Spy Kids 4D or whatever yeah. the hell it was, and he went in there frame by frame, just tracing out the characters and then putting another layer on there. So like it wasn't made What's for 40, 3D. Like, no. Smell the farts yeah. and stuff. Now, I think they they missed the bus on the third movie, and then they wanted to do a 3D version, so they just did 4D. So, 4D. Yeah, oh. it was. Uh, yeah. Well, they got those that uh, imagine. No, I, I, I was able to I, pick I, between recliners or like the movement. I go. I do not want to move when D-box I'm watching scenes. a movie. The tingler. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I call them the D bag chairs. The D. They're called like D box. D box chairs. Yeah. Those are sweet for. I I saw a Fast and Furious movie. And I want to say I saw. I don't want to move in a bunch of movies. Just don't bother me. I it's, feel like I'm going to throw up. Kind of yeah. cool. It's yeah. kind of cool. Like I, I want to. I saw the first Avengers movie when the you know, what do they call those? The, the like Avengers battleship or whatever when yeah. it's taking off. Like the sea is doing one of these things, and every time Hulk would punch somebody, you, your chair would rock back. <laughs> kiss my ass. It's, I want no part of it. I saw uh, the, it was pretty cool. I, I want someone to come up to me though and refill my. I want someone to come up to me to refill one. Ah. Hey, have you guys ever uh, heard of The Tingler, the movie with Vincent Price? Yeah. Uh, so in theaters, they put motors under oh, like yes. certain random seats, and it'd yeah. be like, scream for your lives, The Tingler. And then they'd hit the thing, and people would scream and jump up. And that's <laughs> what that reminds me of. It's a gimmick that didn't work you know, 40 there years was, ago. I'm not into it today. There so. was always a smell of it. That's what I like, want. Sound <laughs> home theater freak. And there was a, there were these base things that you could mount into your into your sofa that would do something like that, or mm-hmm. mount under even like if you had a wooden floor or whatnot. Yeah, I've had a game chair like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't really care for it too much. It yeah, came and went. Yeah, I'm cool. I want surround. Kind of like a bidet, just fun for a minute, and then sure. it gets annoying. <laughs> well, you're done at that point. Yeah. At that, <laughs> at that point, it's masturbation. <laughs> ah, boom. I'll probably see the movie in 3D if I go see it on IMAX. I'll probably see. IMAX well, 3D. yeah, yeah. The, the really important follow-up question too is, what kind of cool 3D glass Star Wars themed glasses are they giving out at your theater? Oh, 
Did they give them out at episode seven? They did. They did. Yeah. They was... had several kinds. Like yeah. you could get, like one week you could get ones that look like BB-8, and then the next week they look like a stormtrooper. Well, I'm gonna keep them so I can have the collection, so I can show everybody and put them on my lens. Okay, had Flash six, Gordon painting. Um, <laughs> I deserve that. You could buy. See, I, I, I have, I still have my my set from. Uh, uh, episode one, where they re-released the, oh, the, the oh. Darth Maul one. Yeah, yeah, the Darth. Maul. We went and saw that together. Didn't yeah, we? we did. Yeah, yeah. they're we they're in a box together. somewhere. I yeah, we those. did see it together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, like that was one thing too. That it's kind of since Lucas film got bought out that yeah, they didn't that, go with that, two, three, four, yeah, five, six. Well, here's the problem: one. the Clone Wars is the worst Star Wars movie ever made, and I, I didn't want to see it again. What? I, I think the, episode one's the worst movie. Attack of the Clones? No. Attack of the Clones, rather. No, because yeah, Maul, Maul was amazing. Maul was yeah. great. I'm all about the Dark Everyone, Maul so, I think yeah. it's too trendy right now to hate on one. The Maul was the... Two didn't have a definitive bad guy. Django, Django Fett, Fett was meh. No, but he didn't do shit. No, I know. Willy Wonka's dad sucked. Yep. And Grievous was stupid. And that stupid lizard that um, they drove that stupid uh, I that hated Obi-Wan the sound I hated the sound driving? that they made it drives me nuts yeah <laughs> whatever riding right yeah. I still think the greatest villain in all of Star Wars is is the trade deals that have gone bad I mean <laughs> the Japanese, yeah. the Japanese the taxation oh. on uh, the, the politi- oh. political thriller Star Wars. I'd love <laughs> to get an action figure of that. You know, in the yeah. <laughs> you guys that ET read? was in there. The, one of those cars. Yeah, yeah. What, those what cars. <laughs> I think it was Marvel when they when Lucasfilm first acquired Disney first got Lucasfilm. They were doing the new comics. Didn't Marvel release like a limited run of like basically the original script? George Lucas original. Sh- uh, script for Star Wars that was very much like oh, right. political heavy, like every other scene. Well, it was, was the whole. Well, Chabo was like a big Russian dude. Like, yeah, Chewbacca looked completely different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the McQuarrie. Uh, yeah. I forget his first name. Ralph McQuarrie. Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, his his designs are great, and that's one of the reasons I think that the prequels don't look in tune with the the original. Yeah, so much is because he wow, so was getting older and he kind of wanted to move move away. And he said it was for somebody, you know, another generation. But his designs are so cool, and they even put out action figures of those that weird yeah. Chewbacca with the funky ears. Yeah. And, um, I think Han Solo and Luke Skywalker were like a hybrid character at that time. And stuff. Can we bring really back the Wookiee stage. Christmas special, by the way, on oh, NBC with Lumpy. Yes, and, uh, so good. Arthur. Yeah, the holiday special. Yes. Yeah. You know what's I funny know is Jay's that Jay's a big fan. Of yeah, that. my my and my son actually really likes it. I mean, <laughs> I showed it to him when he every year, and he's, he'll be this will be the third year he's watched it. When he was one, he just sat there mesmerized by the fact that you had a bunch of Chewbacca speaking. Wookie for like the first the opening forty act. minutes, yeah, yeah. The opening with, like twelve minutes is all in uh, in Kashik or I'm not yeah. sure what the language is. Kashiki, yeah, Kashiki is actually the name of the language. So, thank so, you. Uh, Papu Pachang is where's the bathroom and clean. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only one I know. Wookanese. and it's it's perfect because it's without subtitles. It's like bad performance art, and it's great. Ever <laughs> <laughs> watch the Ewok movies? Oh um, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Original. No, the original. The original movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh Return to End was it uh, the Ewok Adventure and then Return to Endor? Yeah. One's called yeah. Caravan of Courage. Have you seen the uh the yeah. college humor, the the Cantina auditions that just came out like two days ago? No. That was so oh, good. It's, it's genius. It's just, it's Walk basically it starts off no it starts off with the, they're doing Cantina editions and it's Weird Al singing about blue oh, milk. I, yeah. I've, oh. I, I've seen it. So the whole problem is I, I basically I'm reading Facebook. Well, I shouldn't say this, but I have Facebook at work. But I don't. You don't, I don't have audio. Have the, I don't have the sound on, and I don't want to turn the sound on. So yeah, I it's great. Chance, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. And, and at work, you mean when you're refereeing, right? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Typically, when superhero movies come out, there's I always get the invites. Hey, we're gonna do mm-hmm. a Wednesday showing of this, and then you have to listen to our firewall technology yeah, yeah. or whatnot. I have received none of those for Rogue One. I have a feeling nobody allowed to view this thing uh, in any Pre, fashion yeah, no. prior to seven. They don't let Star Wars go anything. Yeah, yeah. I said you can speak to that. Do you, do you well, know we will. Any? So, so when the episode, I haven't heard anything yet about what's going on with this one. Mm-hmm. But when episode seven came out, we got. I, I work for a movie company, a movie right. theater, and we got an email that basically said, "You're only allowed to have two managers screen the movie on Wednesday night." Right, a test. If, if we find out that more than two screened it, and this is a big deal too, like, because yeah. the way movie movie theaters work is like you're basically negotiating a deal with the. Studios about showing their movies. So if you violate one of their rules, a studio will say, "Well, we're not. You violated our rule. We're not going to let you show one of our movies for six, seven months." You know, and so you lose Disney contract. You lose a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. And so it was. Like, I haven't heard anything about what this is going to be, but it was very like when two managers can do it. And they made, especially my company. We made. They made a big deal. About so now, it. is it worth? To see a movie the day before everybody else to get a crappy half an hour PowerPoint presentation from a from a yeah, IT company. Typically, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Well, well it, it sometimes it beats sitting at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you explain what the managers like watching? Is that just to prove that everything is synced, everything is fine? Yeah, yeah, you got you testing so quality yeah. control. I mean, yeah. it goes a little bit back to back when it was on film, it was on reels. You got to make sure that the, the, the reel worked mm-hmm. well. But even now, though, sometimes there's a lot of times that now it's all. It's either satellite download mm-hmm. or it's sending on a hard drive. So you got to make sure it, the file's not corrupted. Right. So, so like you're that, not receiving an actual film of this film. No. It, now, well, you, yeah, you either get a hard Cell, drive. Celluloid. It, it's all digital now. Okay. So, so you, you're going to get a hard drive that has it on, and that's pretty lock and key. And Disney sends it all with a fake name. Yeah. Um, they will not put Star Wars in anything. It's some weird random fake name. Is there any kind stuff. of like encryption lock that only opens it for Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, so yeah. so it, Did they put like Ishtar on it instead? Yeah. <laughs> there's a key that unlocks it, and your key's only good for X amount. Okay. And every week you're, you get to get new keys for whatever films you're showing. Wow. Which it's is only film. worth it for like two movies a year. Like everything else, who gives a shit? Right. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I. I, I want to see trolls before anyone else. You know. I, I reach out. So I have a movie theater down the street here, Riverside, and or a Riviera. And, and I love it because it has those red recliners. Like AMC John R. And I reached out to them because they they actually posted something on their Facebook page, like, hey, if you want to do a special showing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, you know what? Could I do a special showing of of Rogue One? And and they responded to me, like, how many people? I'm like, I don't know, 20. And they're like, well, yeah, we could do it, but we can't do it until Monday the 19th. And we would set it up for you in our smaller theater, which holds about 45 people, blah, blah, blah. And it actually was kind of reasonable. But I'm like, well, by the 19th, I'll have I've seen it four times. Yeah. I'll have seen it six times by then yeah. <laughs> yeah. at your theater. Yeah, so. now we're talking about Infinity War at yeah. that point. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny you mentioned the, the test run. So back in 1983, when, when uh, Return of the Jedi, and this also goes into the spoiler talk, uh, when Return of the Jedi came out, I remember going to the Maikai Theater and standing in line forever, because that's what we used to have to do to see a freaking movie. And we we got our tickets, and then we had to stand in line to wait to get to the to, to see it. And they did like a... the, the either. 
I don't know if they did a test run or whatever, but the the version they had broke and they couldn't show oh, yeah. Return of the Jedi, and we were pissed. I mean, I was a pissed yeah. off little thirteen year old kid. And so then I go into I go into school that Monday, sit down, and my buddy sitting behind me, he's like, you know, I told him, yeah, I didn't get to see it. I'm going to see it this weekend or something. And he's like, oh, I'll tell you all about it. And he told me the whole freaking movie. And I was, you know, this is where now. Th- did he say the Ewoks got to eat meat at the end? He did not say that. <laughs> oh. But the part that really bugged me was the uh, Princess Leia as as the Bausch, uh, oh. bounty hunter. Because that's something, that's yeah. a reveal that I wish I didn't know. I so, thought we knew. Didn't the, the, well, figure, see, I, didn't the, the action figure yeah. come out? Beforehand, because yeah. I owned it. Oh, I don't know. I had that. Figure. I had yeah. the figure and I had the Lando figure beforehand. Yeah, with the mask. So I, yeah. I knew who. Oh, yeah. That's, no, I didn't that's have any a of big those. deal too. Like for Episode Seven. Yeah. Once the toys came out, people were like, "Well, they just spoiled this and this because yeah. the toys." But and... they, but they held off on the Ray toys, um, and everyone was getting upset yep. because. Because they're like, hey, we didn't, we, how come these, you know, that you have, you have all of the, uh, the heroes and Ray's not on there. Yeah. And they're like, you know, chill the fuck out. All right. We got, then misogyny. They came, and then they came out with Ray with the lightsaber. And it's like, this is why, dumbasses. Yeah. We didn't want anyone to know. Well, that was big. People got mad too because they released that new Monopoly set and Ray wasn't included in it. And people were like, Where's Ray in this? And but then I think you could send away, and they sent you a Ray holding the lightsaber. Yeah, like they, that they, was they, the they whole re- thing they, they were holding it off with on. her. Yeah. yeah, and then in ten years it'll be more collectible. It'll be the sexist edition. You know? <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> be like they only made so many of them. It was just until you know this certain time. The, the only women's one those, lib, and then we are we released it. One of those. The only one of those that actually annoyed me was the Millennium Falcon that you could buy that had Finn and Chewbacca, and I was like, okay, now that like cutting Ray out of that one yeah. make, doesn't make sense because she's like the yeah. She's the mechanic. Uh, unless it made, yeah. yeah, unless it was a dollars and cents thing, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna sell it." There's a so, figure we there's can. a great so, piece of artwork in the, that I bought for in this uh, put in the studio of uh, Chewbacca flying with uh, with Otto from uh, Otto the autopilot from Airplane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought great. you were gonna say I Otto from Episode. No, one. no, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, so at the end Another of Episode Seven, do you think the Millennium Falcon now belongs to Ray or belongs to Chewbacca? Chewbacca. Uh, Chewbacca. I think it's, it's Chewbacca. I, well, and this is what I'm wondering is, did Chewbacca and R2 take off? Because Ray's now found Luke. Or did Chewbacca say, well, you know, I know Luke. Let me come up and say hi to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, got, no. I got screwed out of my hug with Leia after they killed Han Here, Solo. Yeah, yeah. At least Here. I could go say hi to Luke, who I haven't seen in friggin' 30 years. I'm going to drop some legal knowledge on you. So <laughs> what it was is that the, the Han and Chewie held the Millennium Falcon as a tenancy in common. And because it was basically but their house the S-Corp at the same though, time. Like 50, 50 or they they stole it. They restole it. Was yeah, Chewbacca re- an employee though, or was he a partner? That's a, that's a big. Yeah, they thing. they they were they were partners. New employees they were, don't get the right. They were to be domestic right partners. How does the uh, life debt? How does the life debt work on a, a contractual yes, basis? And, yeah, uh, he could go back finally to that family that he's been ignoring since life right, day. Right, Lumpy's a seventy-year-old man now. Come on, dude. He's kind of a deadbeat dad if you think about it. So so he actually he actually does he. In, in uh, aftermath, so the aftermath life debt, which is the sequel mm-hmm. to the first aftermath book, Han Solo sends him away. So it's like, no, you need to go back and be with your family. So at some point, I think in the next aftermath book, we're going to find out what sends Chewie back to Han because there's at least some period of time where he. So goes that's going to be a series. Well, so they've yeah. already made two aftermath books, so mm-hmm. the, and they said it was going to be a trilogy. So okay, Star Wars yeah. loves their trilogies. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah everything. And, and I would say that Chewbacca owns the Millennium Falcon simply because the actor who plays Chewbacca is in no position of leverage. 
So, <laughs> um, so you could put anybody in the suit that's seven feet tall and well, continue having Chewbacca forever. They went, they went and found that uh, sure. like Ukrainian basketball, the basketball player. player yeah. We need a we need a, an almost eight foot tall guy who's thin and has blue eyes, and that's who that's who played yeah, Chewie in most. Is Matumbo still with us? I want to see Matumbo <laughs> Chewbacca. Because yeah. yeah, Peter Mayhew was only Chewbacca for the. I get to sit down and be injured scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's two Chewbacca's yeah. in episode yeah. seven. All right. Yeah, because he can't yeah. he can't walk very well. Yeah. yeah. So does the other one that's tell. not credited say the real Chewbacca when he goes to the comic book signings like Prowse? <laughs> like <does>? Prowse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he autograph uh, did Prowse autograph yes. any stuff from Clockwork Orange? No, no. No. Okay. Did, did the oh. real was he the guy in the the, the the singing in the rain scene? Uh well. Yeah, it's not in that singing in the rain scene, but when they return. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's his he's his keeper, his uh, yeah. whatever health. Yeah, but he's saying the yeah. real Darth Vader in is, real big, real yeah, capital letters. David Prowse what a is dick. Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. no, the he, real. Yeah, like, he's he's very upset about that. But supposedly he's not getting get any over money it. from Jedi. He's not. Oh, he doesn't get any money from Jedi yeah. supposedly or something. Well, I There's, mean, in his defense, one like they didn't tell him that his his audio wasn't going to be used, right? <laughs> Two, like those in are Jedi. great to watch too with oh. the Scottish accent doing yes. Vader's lines. The best part, actually, if you is uh, Peter Mayhew doing Chewbacca lines in and, English in, in, <laughs> with a with a British accent. So he's so instead of growling, he's like that old man is mad. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, that's great. When did that? I never this, saw this. The, the, at least the original Star oh, Wars, they, yeah. they they gave Chewbacca lines, <laughs> and just so that the other actors could play off of them. That's funny, and they're hilarious to hear. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they they took away his lines, yeah. you know, so his voice isn't used. When they do finally take off the guy's helmet, it's somebody else's head. Yeah, some old you know, crusty man. Yeah. and then the Force crusty old him. white man. <laughs> right. Well, it was so, kind of, so I met the. This reminds me of the guy I met. I sat next to him at a Comic Con uh, when we were podcasting, and he was the guy that invented Cubert. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we sat and talked to them forever. And it finally came out that he was only commissioned as an artist. And then saw so all the new movies. I go, you're not making any money from all of like the pixels, pixels and all yeah. uh, the Wreck-It Ralph. He goes, nope, none of it. I goes, I don't own it. The, the movie does. I go, they don't like throw you a bone, nothing, say thank you, send you a pie, yeah. like nothing. He goes, nope, not, yeah. not, even, and, a, uh, and he made, not even an acknowledgement. And he made the game, the music, yeah. all the of sound it. effects. I mean, those, those guys did everything top yeah. to bottom. Yeah. So he just sits there at home and goes, yeah. Yeah. right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How it's did like you Jack run into Kirby. this guy? See, uh, his table was next to us at uh, one of the cons. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> he, uh, I did Qbert. Uh, how long was his line? Well, Kubert had a cartoon. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Lunchboxes, yeah. merchandise, and everything. Uh, he got hosed several times yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Prowess's bit. Like, you did it all. You know what I mean? And then you're going to take it all away from me and not even tell me. Well, yeah. That's, that's a big thing with the, like early comic book creators from Marvel and DC now is they're, they're, yeah. they're starting to get a little bit more credit. But for the longest time, it's they were all just billed as tracers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jack Kirby's the most notorious, you know, one. Yeah, so sad. still like, you know, it's it took his family years to get some retribution and stuff cuz and just now them getting credited in, in movies and stuff now it says like created by these guys, but they were all listed as just contract workers. Well, that's how Well, that's that's how it works. It works though. If you if you create something when you're under contract with a company, you don't I'm, own it. You don't own it. Yeah. I mean, if if you're say you're at you you worked at 3M and somehow you invented styrofoam. Guess how much money you get off of that patent? Your paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But that that shows kind of how genius and I don't want to call it genius. Maybe it was just luck how Lucas fell into that the the, the deal that he struck. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't uh, Obi Wan uh, 
Ben Kenobi, uh, Al Guinness, he struck us. Didn't he strike a similar deal? He went when they originally did Star Wars. Like the they paid him out yeah. to ask. He, they wanted a recognizable. He, he, he asked for a percentage of the movie. Yeah. And he was the only one who got a percentage of a movie, and maybe because he already had money, and he said, "Well, you know, just give me a percentage of this." We thing. want the guy from the bridge yeah. over the river, Kwai. We'll yeah. pay anything to get him. Right. You know, that was yeah. how but, then, it went. but then what you're referencing, Lucas, when it came to uh, merchandising. The, the, the merchandising rights or just the rights to any any follow up movies, anything, he. he this space movie ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, so so 20th Century Fox essentially owns the original Star Wars print. I think Lucasfilm eventually bought it back yeah, or did yeah. something, but yeah, he, he right out of the bat, he's like, "Oh, I can make so much money off this thing." Very smart. Well, and that's the crazy thing about the original movies. Uh, actually, through the the first six, they're they're the most successful independent features ever because they're all self funded, and it all came back to the original uh, point that uh, Lucas didn't want opening credits. Yeah, and the union said you have to have opening credits. It said, "Fine, I'm leaving the union." Mm-hmm. And that's why well, they're independent about, like, films. Seventy-seven. He's making a sci-fi movie, and it wasn't hokey and shitty. Like if you look yeah. at the, the 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 like Flash Gordon. Let's that's campy as all get out. Right. Um. And the fact that this thing, like the names, everything's legit. Like it's not like stupid. The names weren't dumb. No, it's a real world. Yeah. It's it's a realized yeah, like, world. It, it nothing seemed hokey, and then a bunch of really cheesy stuff. Yeah, you know, like 2001 was very serious, and I mean, it's an art film practically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're certainly not going to sell any action figures of the monolith or anything. But then you got Star Wars, where they take the kind. Con- I bought the, the chimpanzees stuff. with the bones. Like <laughs> that would be a decent figures. action yeah, figure, yeah, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Um, but yeah, I mean, and wasn't um, Return of the Jedi? Uh, there was a huge director attached to it originally, um, um, Scorsese or something crazy. I, I want to say. Hmm. But because of that reasoning with the the, the director's the guild, guild, yeah, he was, couldn't was do upset it. about it. He said, "Yeah, I don't want to upset the guild." I think he, it was Scorsese. Yeah, he, he couldn't use his friends. Yeah, that's friends. Not too fresh yeah. in my head, but I know it was a big name of that yeah. of that caliber right. director. It was so. Spielberg. He was involved. With you know what? That might actually it might have been yeah, 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 Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, which would have been very interesting to see how he had done. Because uh, I think Kirshner got a lot of shit for doing. Uh, Empire. Empire. Luke, yeah. Luke would have put uh, Yoda in a basket in the bike and then would have flown the bike over the by the across the moon, the double moon. It would have been a speeder bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, for no apparent reason, Tom Hanks uh, would be in it even before everybody <laughs> knew who he was. <laughs> in his bosom buddies outfit the stretches. You guys have a good point, though. A lot of people don't think about, though, is that the original trilogy, Lucas only directed one of them. Yeah. And he directed arguably the, the second better of the two. Empire is arguably the best movie yeah. of the original trilogy, and he didn't direct it, but then he directed all three of the sequels. And people just yeah, don't like him. He shouldn't have done yeah. that. No, he I think one of the problems with the sequels is that um, there was nobody there that had the balls to say no to certain exactly. things. Yep. Right. Uh, yep. um, I, I'm a big fan of the, the red letter media reviews. Uh, they might be sacrilege, <laughs> sacrilegious over here, but it's they're long reviews of all the prequels. They're like an hour long each, oh. but they're funny. They're well produced. Uh, Red Letter Media on YouTube, check them out. But one of the things is they show a lot of the footage from uh, from the DVDs, the extra footage, and nobody's saying no. They're all like, "Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Let's do that." You know, you're, you're such a genius. And even the best of us need somebody to sometimes say, "Hey, chill out." You know, like Jar Jar is, has the Bill Cosby voice when he goes to the dentist. Maybe you should rethink this. Yeah, like you know, yeah. it's not as cute as three CPO was when he was, you know, being paranoid in the Millennium Falcon and yeah. the New Hope. You know, a, well, it was a, a fart joke is not going to homosexual live. robots are funny. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> this is yeah. such a drag. I hated that line. I hate that whole oh, the uh, whole sequence of C three PO's head controlling another. It's still better than uh, I hate. Sand. There's no, there's no technology that backs that up. So coarse. Yeah, <laughs> gets into I, everything. One of my favorite things. That's why he didn't want to go to Tatooine. That's why he said that to make sense on why. Yeah. He sent down the guys with the picks to go through the sand, comb the beach, or comb the sand. We yeah. found he, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He got sand in his space for JJ. We found shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw, when the original, um, when episode, uh, when Finn took off his helmet, you know, yeah. and he was on the on the beach, like, right there, I yelled that in the theater. Like, I forget what we were watching, like, <laughs> Avengers or something, and that came up. How are you allowed back in any theater? <laughs> it sounds like every freaking movie you go to, you just terrorize. So you're the one. You. No, yeah. it's like that one line. I look for my one moment, my one shining. Like, one, I'm not the guy that yells the whole movie. Moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, that one. We should remake Cape Fear with you as in the uh, De Niro part. <laughs> you, can, you can mock a problem child. Oh, totally. <laughs> no, just me yelling raspberry that one moment. Like, I'm, I was so proud of that. And I did. I, I got a barely. I got a snicker from like three guys, and it was so. I'm like, no, it was way funnier than that. I was so angry. <laughs> you bastards. Well, everyone else was two immersed in the movie. They were like, pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, just yeah. Locked in. No, it's me in life. I'm looking for that one opportunity to crack a stupid one-liner. <laughs> oh, it's exactly. That's it. <laughs> no, it's just so, Wednesday for you. <laughs> how many? How many um, times you guys plan seeing this movie already? Like, oh, so my strategy. So I. I don't believe in the Thursday night showings. I feel like those seven, seven, because it seems like seven o'clock is the time. Seven o'clock is now the new Friday morning. And that's that's the crowd I don't want to be in. It that's sucks. when I'm going. That's when I'm going. Yeah, that's when everyone. Me I, too. Yeah, no, I'm going, uh, I think, uh, nine, 10, 10 a.m. Friday morning. Yeah. And then I've got tickets to see it again uh, around four or five. And then Saturday, and then and that's you know we'll all go see it, and then and then record what we think about it. And from there, I'll decide. That's one of the beauties of this. I keep pointing because it's down that way. Yeah. Um, this theater by me is like nobody goes to it, and the seats are great, so I can basically like, oh, I think I'll go see a movie, and I'm seeing a movie in 15 minutes. So, and then probably during the week, I'll probably see it every night at like nine o'clock. Yeah, I mean that's one thing too. Like I, I think the. I was a huge fan of the midnight showings. Like I saw yeah. all three of the prequels. Well, no, I saw two of the prequels. The, th- the episode one came out. I was still in middle school, so I didn't go to the midnight showing of that. But episode two and three, when I was in high school, I went to midnight showings of them. And I'm a huge fan of midnight showings up mm-hmm. up until what three four years ago when midnight showings kind of qu- quit existing. And the because of the show seven o'clock to, show took it over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it took over for multiple reasons. Um, some of it doing with the dark night shootings. Right. Um, oh. But yeah, was, I mean, yeah. and that was part of it. But then also, some of it too was realized they can make more money. Sure, you really you yeah. do. They release a seven o'clock show. They release at seven, which means they can also then show it again at ten. Mm-hmm. So you, you're now doing doubling, tripling your showing times. People are more likely to go see it at seven o'clock than at midnight. Mm-hmm. So you well, see, well, most you, theaters have it. See now, we we minutes. saw it episode one at. Midnight, yeah. we went at eight o'clock. We picked our seats right in the middle. There was kids right behind us. I go, You guys leaving? They said, No, here's $20. Make sure these jackets stay on these chairs. And uh, there's another 20 when we come back. <laughs> and then we went to the bar and got destroyed and then watched the movie. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, so the Covatus or something? Yeah. No, <laughs> this one, I go, Yeah, we got 730 tickets. And then uh, 
Uh, I got Imagine uh, Five O'clock Sunday with yeah, the I think kids. It, it, when episode one came out, AMC's had were around mm-hmm. and had bars then. Yeah, because the Quo Vadis was the only movie theater around that. I used to love going to the back Quo in the No, day. we had to go yeah. off campus. Yeah, yeah. like they, they, there's no you can't you can get alcohol now at the, the AMC's or whatever you know MJR's or whatever. Yeah, Imagine uh, has alcohol too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now the, the, yeah, the back then happened, though yeah. there was yeah there was no booze. We had to go off campus. Um, but yeah, we're, we're gonna go. Uh, Imagine has the. Uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. You know the the you have to get the, your pick your seats. You know, at a few of the theaters. Oh, um, yeah. So I went, I saw uh, Mad Max, the new one. I saw it. It was the day after Comic-Con. It was really so Sunday was the first, you know, Motor City Comic-Con. And I go, I cannot go this weekend and not see Mad Max. It's To me, that's one of my favorite movies, uh, mm. series of movies of all time. That movie's so stressful. Oh, my God. So <laughs> oh I pick I pick my seat, and I get in the theater like half an hour early. I got, got a beer and a popcorn, and there's only one other guy in the theater. And guess where he's sitting? The seat exactly next to uh, mine. <laughs> weird. So I spent the next half an hour sitting in other people's seats, and then I go, "This is mine." I'm like, then finally I just sat next to him. I've been, I got the seat next to you. I didn't want to sit next to you when it was all empty, you know. Well, like, as soon as other people showed up, yeah, then you're okay. But right. yeah, no, it's at that point it's weird. Yeah, I went when I saw episode seven in the IMAX. We want, I want two days after Christmas. Like I, I went with my parents. I bought them the IMAX tickets, and we want me. My brother, my, my, my parents, were all went to it. And, like, I bought the tickets about a day and a half in advance. You know, when I bought the tickets, there was, like, pretty much no, no other seats were really sold. Mm-hmm. So I tried to pick ones that are good seats, but also kind of close to the end because my dad has bad knees and I'm not, I have a bad ankle. So I didn't want it to walk, like, all the way through an aisle in the big IMAX theater. And then, of course, like, the day comes down. It wasn't a sold-out showing, but still, people took the two end seats on that uh, row we took in. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> I, I love the fact that you can pick seats now. Like Again, I keep putting over the Riviera Theater, but I can pick my seats, I, and I, said, just, I know exactly where I'm going to sit. I don't have to worry about getting there. I, I used to be the guy that needed to get to the theater half an hour before the movie because I wanted that middle seat in the middle of the theater. Now I can buy it a half an hour early and, and, and get there. Yeah, I mean, people were, for episode seven, my theater, we were showing the, the showing, episode seven, every half an hour we had showtime. Right. And that opening weekend, every, there would be at least one person showing up at least an hour and a half ahead of time for every single showing. Yeah, I was, you know, I used to people that were just like, they were ready to go. I remember one of the first times I did the choose your own seats thing. I mm-hmm. took my parents to see a movie. I think it was Star Trek. My parents are both big Trekkies. And uh, I bounced the people that were in the seats. And my parents were like, what kind of monster have you become? You know, like where you just walk up to people and just say, <laughs> get out. <laughs> I'm evicting people from their yeah. seats that they've been, you know, squatting in all the time. No but, tickets. Uh, I was like, no, it's a, it's a new day. It's a new day. Yeah. yeah. So. The, 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 the prequels basically started me taking that Friday off, the, the Friday, you know, Star Wars Friday. And then I would try to see it two or three times before. The big crowd showed up at you know seven o'clock or six o'clock. I've I had seen it three times, and then I didn't have to see it the rest of the weekend while everyone else was you know scurrying and trying to find seats. I was done. Yeah, I mean I'm definitely gonna go see it Thursday night. I'm probably gonna get a seat Friday either before or after work, depending on the time I gotta mm-hmm. be at work, and then I'm gonna see it Saturday with, uh, yeah. with everyone. And I probably won't see it Sunday, but I might see it Sunday. It's hard. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a question. Is episode eight coming out next December yes. or, or yeah. this? Yeah, because it was originally it was supposed to. They were supposed to try to move back to Memorial Day, but that didn't happen. Going to be guess. every Christmas for the rest of our lives, and I'm yeah. fine with that. I I actually had uh, my firm's holiday party moved permanently now 
because mm-hmm. I said I will never be there if it's this the last <laughs> that's, Friday. That's funny. That's, yeah. <laughs> our, our potluck is that day, and I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, and it's like, well, Good really? Luck with that. Yeah. You're never going to be there? No, it's Star Wars every week, every year from now on. It's like, oh, well, we'll move it then. Yeah. Okay. I will choose Han and Chewie. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you They've always been there for me. You <laughs> haven't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I love me some ham roll-ups, but no. I'm no, yeah. <laughs> we call it it's I, polar I, sushi in our house. Oh. Yeah. December 16th. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, with the cream okay. cheese. Okay, good. Yeah. That's the expected date. Polar I'm sushi. Sure it's yeah. not change. Well, I mean, it, it's Disney, and Disney now is juggling all the Marvel properties, all these Star Wars properties, um, the... The something of Mars properties. Wolverine sure versus Boba well, Fett. We're going to see that in like 2032. And then you're going to have the Avatar properties. <laughs> oh, I am yeah, so not bury that in more uh, Avatar. Who, who, is an, who is an Avatar groupie here? I, the only thing that wasn't 3D in... <laughs> I'm going to go see it. Does that exist? Yeah, I'm, uh, go, I'm excited. I'm a, so, so Avatar, like, I love seeing it in theaters. It's next to episode seven. Avatar is probably the most movies I've seen in theater. But like I've only seen it once on DVD because it lost its charm once it. Well, because it's sure. no good if without that, the effects. Yeah. It's like watching yeah. the fireworks at home yeah. on TV. You know, like yeah. it just doesn't work. No, it, that was one that you that was good to see in 3D as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the depth. Yes, exactly. yeah. the so depth of everything but the characters and plot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there was no nudity in it. All we wanted to see was a blue booby. <laughs> well, I mean, remember Frangeli? Remember? You bring up a good point, though, with uh, John Carter Mars. That movie flopping, it's one of the reasons why Disney bought Lucasfilm is because Disney was lacking in that market for basically Sci-fi. guys like us. Yeah. I didn't know that was and, the timetable. Yeah, so and, and, and so and they were just like, oh, yeah. we. that's like the one, because Disney controls the family-friendly market. So, you yeah. know, the, the PG PG movies Disney owns. You know, Disney doesn't really try to do any radar stuff, but they needed that kind of PG-13, PG action-adventure movies, and they tried doing John Carter Mars, which is a huge flop. They tried doing that um, the remake of Lone Rangers, huge flop. So what can we do? Well, we can buy Lucasfilm and get the Star Wars movies because that's a guaranteed franchise yeah. for what the market we're going for. Do you think? Do you think Lucasfilm was was shopping that at all? Do you think George Lucas was like, "Hey, does somebody want to buy this?" I don't think he was not shopping it, but well, and, and him who and was going to? Yeah, it's like having the Hope Diamond. There's yeah. only a couple buyers on yeah. Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and him and Disney already had a really good working relationship. Sure, they were doing Star Wars days at the park for years. Well, and they, they had a they had, uh the, they already had the, the rides there. They had. Yeah. Well, he and, had to have offered it to 20th Century Fox. Or 20th Century Fox is only distributor. Maybe it's just Fox now, but yeah, yeah. They, they they were only so a distributor, funny. and they didn't have 20th Century Fox doesn't have the the cash flow that Disney does. Yeah, I mean yeah. Disney is a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. Disney's. Uh, their parks are way more profitable than their films. Yeah. You know, so they've got so much else mm-hmm. going on. Like, it's a huge... Yeah, I, huge I was at Disneyland last week, and they're slowly bringing more and more... Like, Tomorrowland's becoming Disney, uh, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Slowly. Because uh, they had a whole um, museum section that you could go through that had the models from all the movies and... Then each every hour there was a uh, a new character you could get your picture taken with and is it at the the Star Wars Encounters or whatever? Is that what yeah, it's called? Jay, did you know the ladies they call me uh, Space Mountain? You know, oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you can get a fast pass now though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Uh, 
I just actually read something on Facebook today. Well, it's so what's that Epcot bubble called? The Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Oh, they should yeah. make it turn into. Yeah, a they're like, oh, they're going to turn that into the Death Star. I'm like, holy shit! And I click on it, and it's just going to be like projected or whatever to make it look like the Death Star. <laughs> but that would have been awesome for them to have converted that into like. Yeah, it would have. But Death Star. the entire Epcot is more a global, it's a, it's not a, intergalactic. Then we could go to Germany afterwards and get shit faced, <laughs> yeah, right? On, you know, and right. eat schnitzel. There's a Death Star. Yay! <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I kind of like the Tomorrowland movie, though. I don't know if anybody else saw it. I, I saw it. It finally popped up on cable. And no, I, 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 perfectly serviceable, and enjoyable. Sure about that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that, that Lucas uh, sold it though, because if you watch any interviews with him now, he's like completely jaded because of the fan oh. response to the prequels. He yeah. talks about it, and you can see he's like on the verge of tears. Yeah, he's that's like, not my I gave movie. you Star Wars, and you guys just shit all over it. Yeah. Basically, I mean, yeah. hey, let me let me bring this into perspective, and I say this a hundred times, so it's nothing new. Like, I'm forced to watch like shitty Judd Apatow movies that we rent because my wife wants to laugh a little bit, and we have the nerve to trash on like Episode One in the prequels. All right, like the, the, if you look at the shit garbage horrible crap we watch on TV from sitcoms all the way to the toilet movies and we're gonna go eh stupid character don't like me you suck Lucas I hate you you ruined my family like how ridiculous are we as human beings we're like you know and then we watch my super sweet 16 on MTV and go that's awesome I love it or even talking about the saturation point from the beginning like what about the NFL? They've got Thursday night football. Now. Oh, They've got yeah. Friday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. You know, then you've got uh, an earlier game on Sundays that comes from London or right. something. So, I mean, like, there yeah, are. there's a lot of Star Wars stuff, but, I mean, relative to other things, I mean, no. it's... it's it's yeah. once a year. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and when, when like a TBS or uh, Stars does their uh, their marathon. Marathon, thank yeah. you. This is why. Yeah, nobody no, says that about a wonderful <laughs> life. I'll, I'll no, sit down and watch th- them all. Star yeah. Wars fans to me are almost the same as like wrestling fans. You can't just watch what's happening and enjoy it. You have to take it down to such a granular level on the nuances and the story and how it ties. Wow. Where you can't just like drool a little bit and go, yeah, good, me like it, yeah. which is what movies are supposed to be. You're supposed to forget about life for a while because everybody wants enjoy to the be movie. a character in what they're doing. In, in, a, in a wrestling show, the fans want to be characters. They they want to you know they want to have the chant that other people are laughing at. In the movie theaters, you know, hey, you got your you know your one liners, right? Yeah. You're, you're throwing your one-liners out there because you want to be a character. And everyone's gone there to be entertained, and you want to be that. You want to be a character in that, you know, that moment. And you know, we trash on things because the people, passion pe- turns people us are, to the dark side. Yeah, yeah, people are. Oh my God, Facebook has yeah. turned us to the dark side. I can't. Oh God, get me going on social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, every, so, I've kind of turned off the spoilers for this and also for Westworld because I found myself like I don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, especially with Westworld, where like yeah. it's one of those things that weekly I can enjoy. I, I wish you would. I wish you would have told me that for yeah. Lost. I wouldn't have watched that crap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think Lost was built specifically for that end, just for the forums. <laughs> what? I, I think yeah, they were selling what? ads for the forums. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, God. Um, but yeah, it's like I've kind of got to the point where you know what? Who, who cares? I want to be dumb. I want to be a dumb mark. You know? Yeah. I, no, I, absolutely. I want to believe. You know? So I just I I I attend things. Or I go. I you know anything because I want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'll read the reviews and stuff later. But I'll, yeah, 
uh, before I go in, I'm going to try and have a, a clear mind. I don't read reviews to the same reason you don't watch the – because the, you're going to get that snarky, oh, I don't wild, read. Oh, bourgeois, yeah. douchebag dick from Hollywood – it was there was a value and effort, but it like failed miserably. And the, 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 they're gonna make they're again they're gonna pick apart the stupid like again. If something gets messed up, good. I don't care. You know, it's kind of like at the end of Teen Wolf where the guy's got his pants down when he goes to applaud <laughs> Teen. Like I want there to be mess ups and crap in the movie. Just just it makes am it I, more enjoyable. It is. Am I not entertained? Yeah. Yes, I do. It was it was fun. That's the same reason I liked Episode One. Yeah, mm-hmm. did Jar Jar suck? Sure. But the whole movie, I freaking loved it. Oh, the I last it was third. I, when when uh, Darth Maul was amazing. The yeah, pot Darth racing Maul's scenes were guy. cool. You knew it was cool. Everyone knew it was cool. Oh, yeah. The, when, when the DVD came out and and you had surround sound and a subwoofer, the pod race was oh my god, awesome. Yeah, yeah that awesome. it was like the first time you got uh, Top Gun when your dad got yeah. the hot, the hi-fi stereo, yep. plug in the VCR, and it was like holy shit. That was the holy shit first I, holy shit mo- I moment. Used to watch movies just based on the surround sound. Yeah. Uh, that and Private Ryan. Yeah. Or two oh yeah. yeah. To flex your the system. Ten, yeah, depending on depending I prefer on how shaving good Ryan's privates. <laughs> depending on how good. good your subwoofer was, you knew what that that, that tank was coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's all I got, guys. You want to start plugging some stuff here? Sure. All right. Well, real quick, I mean, we're the Booking Pop Culture Podcast. So you can find us out on Facebook. You can find us out on uh, Podcast Detroit. Bob, you want to go into IT and the D? IT and the D.com. Yeah. PodcastDetroit.com. Freaking everything. All the things.org. <laughs> yeah. What other yeah. podcasts are you on? Uh, uh, worst Meatball Sandwich Ever. Yeah. So just if you don't know what that is, we uh, we trash on the, speaking of trashing on, oh we, we God, complain. Yeah. So my, <laughs> I complain about complainers. Yes. So we trash on the one-star Yelp reviewers of places we like to go. So if you have a bar in the area, like people that trash on like Buddy's Pizza and like Lafayette Coney and... We just did an episode people that trashed on Ford Field and Joe Lewis, which makes no sense. Why you'd run home and write a one-star Yelp review on Joe Lewis. About the food? About No, like the concourse was dimly lit, like writing shit. Like, like you think you're a food. <laughs> like they, It's true. That's what they said. They're like food critics. We did a flea market episode where people rush home and go, Dixieland flea market was not up to my expectations. The, the dirt mall. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So like we trash on the one-star Yelp reviewers. Uh, it's called Worst Meatball Sandwich Ever. Um, if you just Google that or just go to yeah. worstmeatballsandwichever.com. You can find uh, everything at Podcast Detroit. All of it at Podcast Detroit. We and we just signed the Detroit cast from Drew and Mike. So that's gonna so that's gonna we're well, gonna start syndicating them on Podcast Detroit. Awesome. So we just met with them yesterday. Awesome. And then as far as you've got a couple sponsors, I mean you've got a lot of sponsors, of course, but Activate and Ferndale. Oh yeah, Activate Gaming. Trinet Corporation. Yep, they're kind of our benefactors. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Falling Down Beer Company. Fall, yeah, they give I've, us, I've they just give written us free these beer. down, so I'm just throwing them out. No, they give us free beer. <laughs> they give you free beer. That's right. Everything stays I benefit from that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh. I just, before I before I plug um, the show, I just wanted to say, I think my favorite one was the vegan who was complaining about the barbecue place. Oh, my oh. God. There aren't enough vegan options at Slows. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I call it a vegan place. Uh, say, what are you? Here's a cup of barbecue sauce. A lot, a lot of menu <laughs> items at Slows were vegan before they were slaughtered and prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're Top Rope Review, uh, Will and I, um, and Tab, and we're on Sundays at 4 at, on top on uh, Podcast Detroit, and you can find all of our stuff on TopRopeReview.com. You can check out our sponsor, ScarlettAndGraves.com. <laughs> Use our offer code TOPROPE10 to receive 10% off your order. Hashtag cheap plug. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's all about. Mr. Pants. All right, so uh, this should be the news. 
because everybody loves fake news right now. It's getting, it's got a really good reputation. Uh, <laughs> fictitious news is just, it just won everybody's heart this election season. I do that. Of course, I do uh, Drink the Press on the prestigious podcast Detroit Network. And I just started doing Mustard and Onions, which is about uh, all the great things happening in and about Detroit and the personalities making them happen. We've got uh, PJ from Go Comedy coming up uh, on our next show Sunday. So please tune in. Okay, and then we're going to do a part two after we see the movie. Jimmy McKnight from the uh, Ninja Starship. Like I gotta, yeah, I got to plug that. Jimmy, you yeah, know, you're part of that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can also hear me on Podcast Detroit and Jimmy McKnight's uh, Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight every 5 p.m. on Podcast Detroit, 5 to 7. And then okay. we're sponsored that's by Source Works. That's on Sunday. Source, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Then we're sponsored by uh, Source Point Press. And then also uh, Jay Shimko uh, will probably be joining us from Get Your Geek On. And I'm trying to think who else was. Uh, there's a lot of people that Dave, are saying. Dave's not here. Well, Dave, be. yeah, but you're, you're. Dave's not here. You're yeah. responsible Dave's for Dave. Dave's yeah. 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 packed Dave. house Dave. after yeah. Dave. our thoughts show. Dave's not here, man. But then real quick, XICW. I think by the time this comes out, the show that's this Sunday at Imperial House, but this will probably come out after that. I'm thinking this will probably get edited by Monday. It's one of my favorite moments that I got to ring announce professional wrestling. And then I got to do the, the referee for this bout is Rick Vivian. Vivian, <laughs> one of my proudest moments as a human being. So I wanted, just wanted Thank to say you. that I out mean, loud. Glad slightly, I could be part slightly of Slightly off topic, but yeah, I no, do get a little giddy every time I see that you're going to be the ref. <laughs> not, not to say that like the other refs actually aren't great, but I do think that your refing is usually the, the best of the show. I'm the sweatiest and the leader, leader of the two, <laughs> yeah. leader of the two world order. <laughs> yeah, and then also we've got XICW Proving Ground on December 11th. The reason I bring these up, basically these are our charity shows. $5 or five canned, good get, canned goods get you in. Uh, essentially all of, the, you know, any of the proceeds, the canned goods are going to feed the Detroit homeless. Again, you can find the Booking Pop Culture podcast out on Facebook. Go out and like the page. Uh, we'll find us out on SoundCloud. And I'm going to obviously tag everybody so that everybody's followers... We find each other. This is Whee! why. This is the whole point of CrossPod. Yeah. Now I know. Knowing is half the battle. Can we go CrossPod racing? <laughs> oh, 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 that's going to be a new podcast on the network. Rick. Yeah. CrossPod racing. Yeah. No, just CrossPod. CrossPod. Yeah. Oh, CrossPod racing. That'd be good. Can we do it here? Yeah. No. <laughs> I own a studio, Rick. I don't leave my house. You own two studios now. Let's get into that. You got a studio in Detroit now yeah, too. Penobscot, twentieth floor. Nice. Uh, business only. Oh. So it's going to be white glove concierge. Uh, business not like the live personal shows we're gonna it's more i'm gonna sit and record for four hours and put out a half an hour of the best content and it's gonna be all white gloved oh so yeah looking forward uh we just launched uh, this week okay do you have any shows that are gonna be coming out of that yet not yet you, okay so we're, yet. we're working on a couple there's a, a law firm uh financial firm and uh, a couple others cool very cool all right guys that's it we're gonna go see uh, rogue one in two weeks and come back for part two and again, top rope review on Sundays. What what nights are you? Is, uh, Sundays at 5 p.m. So uh, Sunday night seems to be the time to listen to Podcast Detroit. And Monday nights for IT and the D. Uh, meatball Sandwich, though, you moved to like Wednesdays. We were like every other Friday. Yeah. Um, but it's all about syndication. Just subscribe to the stuff on iTunes and, yeah. well, and, and you've SoundCloud. Got, you, you have Nobody the, listens live. Well, you have, well, some people do. Yeah, Absolutely. We but, get you, it. but you have the app as well. So yeah, people t- exactly. If they want to. Yeah. 
Well, everybody wants to. This is why everybody I'm wants some. Yeah, I want some too. <laughs> I kind of like the way the line runs up the back of the style. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I always like them high heel. Oh, sorry, David Lee Roth gets me going. No, that's cool. Oh, all right, oh, man. Let's get out of here. Jesus. Hit the off button, Rick. Yeah.